0: And we are live How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan And you're watching and or listening to ABL Live Thank y'all for joining You could be almost anywhere in the world But you're right here with me live on the show I appreciate y'all for that We got a whole lot going on all over the internets All over television, mainstream media A little bit of everywhere The Nashville bombing, what's going on with that? There's a lot that has been said other of things that could be true. Maybe they're true. Maybe they're not true. I have no idea what's really going on anymore. Things ain't always what they seem, I suppose. But we got a lot to talk about as far as that's concerned. Where is there an ulterior motive behind it? Why is AT&T out of service? Why is my cell phone not working anymore because of a bomb at downtown Nashville? Way over here, hours away in East Tennessee. What's going on with that? Why is it that you got Walmart, Target, other businesses that are kind of out of service because of the bombing? How did that happen? Was it intentional to attack at and to attack people, to attack police officers? What's going on with that? Who was in the RV? Who drove it? Where did it come from? Who's the suspect they have right now? Did they have a live suspect or a dead suspect? We'll talk about all those things because that is a super hot story. Zero pun intended, so don't take it that way. Also, if you are a white judge In a courtroom in Northern Virginia, you're out of here because you may make a black defendant feel like he has a law against him. We'll talk about all those things and more on tonight's episode of ABL Live. And I thank y'all again for being here because you could be almost anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me live on the show. Appreciate y'all for that. If you enjoyed the content, if you enjoyed what you've heard thus far, go ahead and give the video a thumbs up. Share the video. Do all that good stuff. And if you're not subscribed to the channel, go ahead and do that for me as well. And when you do that, click the bell right beside it so you get notified whenever I go live and or post a new video. So we got a whole lot going on. We got to talk about the Nashville bombing. That's that's a huge story right now because I'm in Tennessee. And for you guys, I'm, I'm straight. I'm fine. I'm fine. The, the, the bombing is nowhere near where I live at, so it didn't affect me physically, and I think nobody actually got killed in the blast. We'll talk about that in a minute, but what it did do was damage AT&T. Now, it's not just like, okay, the phone service, your cell phone, you're talking about ATM machines, uh, certain businesses that rely upon that, Walmart's delivery services is kind of out of whack. They're talking about, they had a press conference about this, AT&T did, and in the press conference, they were saying that it may take like 30 days for your business to get back on track, so if you're just a regular person with a phone, I mean, you might as well go ahead and switch, (laughs) you might as well go ahead and switch right now, because it ain't gonna work, people trying to call me, I gotta use a different phone, I gotta use a little, you know, little sneak phone to make my phone calls, it's crazy, and I'm nowhere near Nashville, I'm hours away, so like what's really going on? We'll figure all that stuff out. Um, let me see. And then the white judges and the stimulus and all that kind of stuff. Let's let's talk first before we get to Nashville, because I'm gonna talk about that, of course. Let's talk about the stimulus failing. Or it appears to have failed so far. Now you guys know the whole thing, what's going on with the stimulus. Congress put forward a bill that was completely chock full of pork. I'm talking about from the window to the wall, right to the, to the front, back, side to the side, full of pork. Giving the money to underwater basket weaving, lesbian dance theory in Pakistan, $10 million for that for no reason. Okay, the women in Pakistan have lived living the exact same way since the dawn of man, since Mesopotamia, yet yeah, we're trying to reinvent the wheel over there for what reason? Lindsey Graham going on Fox News talking about, oh, they need this money. They don't, they can't make it count. Don't care about that. But anyway, the bill for the stimulus, for the for the virus stimulus was like $900 billion. Now, like I said before, if you were to give every man, woman, and child in America, every U.S. citizen, $600 in a one-time payment, that'd cost about $192 billion. All right? So you still have, over 700 billion dollars left now out of that 700 billion you got to have maybe some ppe uh extended unemployment how much does that cost does it cost the entire 700 billion i don't think so if you can cut the fat you could give every citizen a one-time payment of two thousand dollars and still stay below the 900 billion just going by the math i just mentioned of every man woman and child getting six hundred dollars and that will cost about two hundred billion. If you raise it at two thousand, that'd be right around five hundred billion. Yes, and it'd probably be well, it'd be less than that because not everybody would even get it. Because first of all, you gotta make a, you gotta make below a certain amount of money, below seventy five thousand, single, and below one fifty married. So it's not gonna be everybody that's eligible to get the money. You could pay for the two grand rather than the six hundred if you just cut out all the pork in the fat. Now, the nonsense just from the virus stimulus, I'm not even talking about the government spending, the regular government spending, the $1.4 trillion, which is way too much. I'm talking about a $900 billion. Cut that and get it right. So Trump was like, hey, $600 is way too much, and the pork, the fat, all of that is way too much as well. Cut the pork and the fat out, give everybody $2,000, and then we're good money. We're good to go. Nancy Pelosi, AOC, Chuck Schumer, everybody on the left were like, yeah, $2,000. But they did not address the pork or the fat. They left that part out. They agreed with one half of what he was saying while neglecting entirely the other half. So then when they came back and said, "Okay, we're going to propose this. The House Democrats, I mean, the the Republicans in in, in Congress rejected it because it still had the pork and the fat in it. See, the way the media, they want to put it out there like okay Democrats want two thousand dollars agreeing with Trump and then Republicans reject it it's not that simple obviously they wanted the two grand without the pork and the fat eliminated they gotta have that part Republicans say no because it's going to cost way too much you're going to add money on top you're going to make the virus stimulus be over a trillion dollars and you're going to put that with The regular government spending, which is already over a trillion dollars, as it stands, the bill before any kind of amendment, any kind of two thousand dollars or whatever was going to cost two point three trillion dollars, trillion with a T to even get one million dollars is a lot of money. Try one thousand million. That's one billion. So try one hundred thousand. Is it what? What? One hundred thousand or nine hundred ninety nine thousand million I mean a stupid amount of money basically is what I'm saying. A dumb amount of money and they want to add more and more and more. So we're like, no, let's not do that. Let's cut the pork, fat, waste, fraud, and abuse out of this and then give the monies. We can do it. It's not impossible. As a matter of fact, you could cut the government spending too to one point four trillion. What are we spending that money on? We're trying to um <laughs> we are trying to observe shrimp on a treadmill for what? Why? We're trying to go and, and, you know, observe fishing and things like that. It's like, all right, look, if you want to put a shrimp on a treadmill on your own time and your own dime, then go for it. Okay, I cannot stop you from getting a live shrimp, making a baby treadmill and putting the shrimp on the treadmill and recording it. for Whatever you need to get from that, whatever kind of data you need to, you know, uh, retrieve from that, then go ahead and do it. But don't make me pay for it out of my tax money. It doesn't make any sense at all. But they don't want to do that. Keep the pork in the fat. Meanwhile, put the extra $2,000 on top. It's just way too much. So Trump's still like, hey, let's get this whole thing done. Let's not abandon this. But we got to cut all the stuff. They don't want to do that over on the left. But the media will have you believe, oh, it's the Republicans. See, they hate Trump. They're the ones that are against them. They're the ones that don't want to give the money. It's not even like that. It's you got to give what the president is asking for, not just halfway. Not just one piece of it, the entire thing. Don't talk about one piece while ignoring the entire other piece. That's how it is. And you're right about that, Michael. Beyond anything I'm saying right now, beyond the $2,000, beyond the stimulus, beyond the government funding, beyond Democrat, Republican, blood, whatever, beyond that, open the economy up. How about that? Open the country up. Simple. Let's not have it be some states are open. You got to Texas is pretty much good to go. Florida is good to go. Let's not have comedy, I mean California closed, parts of certain states closed. Let's not have that. Let's have everything be open right right now. Um, and speaking about being open during the time of the quote unquote pandemic, uh, didn't I see Anthony Fauci today open to the idea of herd immunity? As a matter of fact, I'm gonna look it up right quick just to make sure that I'm not wrong. Um, he still wants to um he, he still wants to have the vaccine be like the main thing. Alright. So here's something from New York Times. This is a lefty paper through and through New YorkTimes.com. And I'll put it on the screen before you. And if you're not able to see the screen if you're just listening to the this version audio only, then you'll be able to uh, just hear what I'm saying. Hold on. Matter of fact, let me put it up right here. All right, there we go. And now here it is. It's, this is a tweet, but it links to an article and the tweet is straight from the New York Times official account. And let's see what it says. It says Dr. Anthony Fauci has been slowly, but deliberately moving the goalposts. On when herd immunity is possible he is doing so he said partly based on new science oh you know let's pause right there for a minute let's pause before we go any further new science well i thought the science was settled you know don't argue the science i believe in science if you believe in the thing then the thing is final yes if you believe in a particular faith like christianity you're not going to have new christianity you believe in your faith it's not going to your faith is not going to waver because your faith is set in stone this is already a thing that's established right if i believe in a thing that means a thing is what it is you're not going to have new things but there's new science this is what i said before science is an ever-changing thing there's always new things different things so you can't believe in the thing that's always changing that's like believing in a glass of water at a certain point, it's going to evaporate. It's not going to be the same. It changes. This is just a basic thing that you understand because science is a study. How do you believe in the thing that we're always trying to figure out? You can't, but I digress. The, the tweet continues. He is doing so, he said, partly based on new science and partly on his gut feeling that the U.S. is finally ready to hear what he thinks. Sir, excuse me? So... You're you giving me this, this quote-unquote science based upon what you think I'm ready for. How do you know what I'm ready for? Just give me the facts. Don't try to like, you know, piecemeal me and give me this little slow of information. Give me all the facts straight away. If you have a certain thing that you know to be true, tell me. That's what I've been asking for from the beginning of this whole thing. Don't try to dictate how I operate by not telling me everything. Give me all the information straight from the beginning and have that be that. And you know what? He, he partly did that at the beginning when he was talking about masks. He said himself out of his own mouth that the mask do not give you, you know, this, this shield that you think you have. It's kind of a false sense of security. It's not perfect protection. It might block it or drop a little, too, but it's not going to give you this immunity from the virus. He said that from the beginning and he was not really wearing masks himself. But now all of a sudden, months later, oh, you got to wear a mask, it stops the virus. Oh, really? But you weren't saying that back in March when the thing first popped. March of 2020, not March 1984, not March 1976. And it shouldn't matter when he said it because you believe in the science, right? If you believe in the thing, then that thing can't change. If a thing can change and you know it changes, then you can't believe in it. Because these are things that you have to prove and you got to be able to, because it's all kind of things that are thrown out there. Oh, maybe this is going on. Maybe that's going on. We got to prove it. It takes time, different opinions, all this, that, and the third. You can't believe in that has so much speculation and so much uncertainty, right? So I think Anthony Fauci is finally just taking the mask off. Although his mask was pretty bad. You're talking about, Superman and Clark Kent, you got a pair of glasses on, sir. I see through your disguise. But anyway, he's finally just being totally honest and saying that herd immunity is a real thing. Now, if you don't know what that is, herd immunity, that means people get the virus enough and they get it in population. And at a certain point, your immune system blows up a tolerance. And if you have the antibodies, they have the antibodies, they have the antibodies, it's it's a herd thing, herd immunity. It becomes less likely to spread among those that have already had it and have already been able to find a way to beat it or suppress it. That's how it goes. Now, some people do pass away from the virus, just like anything else. But you can't just dictate everything on well. Maybe somebody might die. That's not really how it goes. All right. Now, matter of fact, let me see if I can go look at their article right quick. Okay. Oh, here we go. Here's here's something right here. Now, this is on NewYorkTimes.com, and I'm reading straight from, I got it on the screen. You can go to NewYorkTimes.com yourself. This is published Christmas Eve, 12-24-2020. Um, and the headline reads, How much herd immunity is enough? And the subhead says, Scientists initially estimated that 60 to 70% of the population needed to acquire resistance to the coronavirus to banish it. Now, Dr. Anthony Fauci and others are quietly shifting that number upward. (laughs) So it's like, what are we even doing? But his whole thing, he'll try to say that we need to have more people to have the vaccine. I mean, what's a guy do with herd immunity? I mean, there's nothing to do with it. You don't mention the vaccine really when you're talking about herd immunity, Herd immunity is when people get it and then they develop a tolerance, not when, oh, everybody got the vaccine, so it's fine. No, you're talking about herd immunity, everybody getting it. That's what's going on, all right? But hey, people who said that from the very beginning, you're called an uh, anti-science, anti-vaxxer, you know, you want people to die, you want to kill your grandmama, all this and that, and the third, it's bogus. It's totally bogus. So I think by this point, in time, you all know that this whole thing has been blown way out of proportion, and I think we've had a lot of unnecessary deaths as a result of this whole thing being used as a political weapon, as a political football, or whatever you want to call it. That's what's going on right now with this whole thing. And you know, they, they put Fauci on the cover, Time Magazine, they got him speaking everywhere. They have an Anthony Fauci bobblehead doll. I saw Wolf Blitzer from Comedy News Network with a Anthony Fauci bobblehead doll. They, uh, and like I said before, on Christmas Eve, they had that day as Anthony Fauci Day in Washington, D.C., because it was his birthday. It was like, all right, you guys have gone so far over the edge, you want to transform Christmas Eve into Anthony Fauci Day? Is that what we're going to do? And while you're celebrating this man, who's probably caused a lot of heartache and pain for a lot of different families, based upon this political handling of the virus, Right? Wuhan, China, which was the epicenter of the virus, is back to normal. they have parties and raves and they, you know, they're doing their own thing. They're having a good old time. So why can't we do that? I don't understand. Why Why is it a thing that we shouldn't do? Why, why can't we at least go back to some kind of normalcy, you know? And if you want to protect yourself with the mask, social distance, quarantine, that's fine. You could do that. If you have an elderly family member and you don't want them to be around the virus— then you can have them be over there in the bubble or whatever they want. But, you know, the craziest thing about that elderly people is that when things kind of op- open back up for restaurants where I live, we, we, we went out to dinner or lunch or whatever it was, people that sat right next to us were an elderly couple, no mass, no nothing, because they don't want to be cooped up. They don't want to be locked up in a nursing home or anything like that. They want to be able to live their life and be free, Okay. They can't, they don't live their life in fear of dying because they're already up there in age. If you're 90 years old, you're not living in fear of dying. But I'll move on. Uh, what else we got going on? Oh, let's talk about the Nashville RV bombing. We gotta talk about a Nashville RV bombing. Now, this whole thing was crazy. Let's let's start from the beginning of the bombing. Now, this happened on Christmas morning, early Christmas morning. They said right around 1:30 Central Time in Nashville, the RV Pulls up and parks right in downtown Nashville. Now, between 1 30 a.m. and 6 30 a.m. when the bomb went off, there was a call of shots fired that was uh, taken by the police in that area. So they respond to the call of shots fired. Now, I don't know if anybody's actually out there shooting. It could have been anything, really. It could have been a recording of some shooting that was played really loud. Neighbors hear it. They get scared. They call the police. Or... Maybe the person that was in the RV, you know, got to shooting from inside the RV or nearby it. And then that caused the police to come out there. But whatever the case may be, the police say, hey, we've heard shooting. And then they went to the scene to investigate. All right. So after they get there, they hear the recording. They said something like, if you can hear this, evacuate now. If you can hear this, evacuate now. It came from the RV. So at that point, you know, Spotty sensors going off. This is probably a bomb inside the vehicle. So the police they go for to door to door, knocking on residences, businesses, and whatever, to you know do some evacuation. If you're in there for whatever the reason may be, we need you to leave because we don't know what's going on with this RV. Now at 6:30 a.m., the RV explodes, and it was a crazy. It, it was a crazy scene that happened. If I could pull it up right quick, some pictures I pull it up on the screen before you guys. But it was a crazy scene. You're talking about just just madness, just mayhem everywhere. Matter of fact, here, here we go. Now, this is uh, some drone footage. Shout out to in the Matrix show. He's the one that put this up. I'm going to see if I can put it on the screen before you. There's no sound on it, but you can see kind of what's going on. Sorry for the video being small like that, but you get the general gist. This is from one bomb in an RV, from what they're saying. There's other theories out there, but I'm not really sure what's true or what's false. Some are saying that it came from somewhere else. I don't know. But this gives you the general idea of what was happening in that area. Aerial footage, uh, drone, It, it was a mess. This is in downtown Nashville, Tennessee. And I do live in Tennessee, but I'm about two hours away from this. So this is not affecting me anyway, physically at all. I have been to downtown Nashville a few times. And it's a nice area, you know, really, really nice area. But this is the damage that caused that was caused by the RV from what they're telling us. All right. Now, that's a little water main that broke right there. We'll talk about the water main in a minute. But that's what's going on out there in Nashville. Now, apparently, um, like I said, there was a recording that said, if you can hear this, evacuate now. So police, they went door to door to evacuate people. And uh, the police may have been the target of this thing because, first of all, you had to call the shots fired. So they were called out there to investigate that. And then when you hear the whole thing about evacuate now, if we live in the area, they have to go and knock door to door to get everybody out just to make sure that there's nobody that gets hurt by the blast. So they were most certainly in harm's way. I think there were six officers that could have been uh, seriously killed or injured by uh, seriously killed, seriously injured or killed by the blast, and these are the officers right here, i put them on the screen before you they're all fine, they're all safe, nobody died as a result of the blast, so shout out to them for putting themselves in harm's way to make sure that everyone else in the area was safe, you know they their own their own lives to go out there and save others, so shout out to them you know, beautiful brave men and women in blue hats off to you alright, I don't know their names, but they're they're definitely heroes in my book. So it could have been a thing to target them because we've had Antifa activity. You don't have much Antifa activity out there in Nashville, as far as I know. You do have some, though. This could have been an Antifa attack. I don't really know. All I know is that an RV pulls up 1.30 a.m. Christmas morning. Uh, A recording allegedly plays. If you can hear this, evacuate now. They go door to door to evacuate people. And then the bomb goes off at 6.30 a.m. Christmas morning. and causes a lot of devastation right there in the area. Now, as a result of the bomb, um, AT&T service has gone out. It's crazy. Like, so if you have an AT&T phone and you live anywhere like Tennessee, North Georgia, uh, Nashville, maybe even as far as Memphis, possibly, then you're going to be having some problems. My phone totally just does not work. Uh, not on data, not on data at all. It says no service. Normally, I get pretty good service where I live, but and I'm, you know, about two hours away from the blast and I don't have good service. Matter of fact, I'm going to see this article right here. If I can pull it up. This is on a Tennessean and it says AT&T Internet phones, 911. Listen to me now. The 9 uh, one service. I don't want to say the word and then have the phone trigger. But the actual emergency service is out as well. So here it is right there on the screen. You see the headline. So it's a lot of things that are simply not working properly right now because of the blast. Let me see. An at and outage caused by a Christmas Day explosion. So this is something that was confirmed. It's not just a matter of... Because when the phones were out, I was like, okay, maybe it was caused by the blast. Maybe it wasn't. But we've confirmed that it was, well, certainly caused by the blast. Okay. Okay, I tried to zoom in. It didn't really work out too well. I'll just read it for you guys. So, it was caused by a Christmas Day explosion in Nashville continue on Saturday to affect 900, well, 9-1-1 operations and residential services. Quote, we are beginning to restore power to the facilities in the building after connecting generators through the walls. We are hopeful this equipment may be back online in the hours ahead. We work with the fire marshal and local officials to ensure this was done safely. The company said in a release posted around 4.50 p.m. And this was today. That's when that was released. The company announced on Saturday afternoon that some services in the less Kentucky area had been restored, although other areas continue to see connectivity issues in the evening. So this is a thing that has affected people uh, pretty far and wide out from the epicenter of the virus, um, not the virus, from the bomb. Now here's the question. Was a bomb done on purpose to disrupt AT&T and other services like that? Was it a targeted attack? Some say it could have been a terror attack. I'm not really sure about a terror attack, like in the traditional way that you would think about it. If it was a terror attack, it could have been to attack uh, infrastructure, like the 9-1-1 service and also uh, phones, internet, stuff like that. It may have been that kind of attack. But as far as a terror attack and a traditional way of trying to hurt a lot of people, that wasn't what this was. It was definitely something that was done on purpose, but more of, you know, a property damage attack that could have been done to hurt AT&T. Now, I have heard that AT&T was going to get some Dominion machines this week in Nashville. Maybe that's true. Maybe that's false. But that's what I've heard. Maybe they were going to get them. They already have them. I don't know anything about that. I'm just telling you what I heard. All that I do know is that AT&T was damaged by that. The article proves it. My phone network improves it. There was a bomb that went off. But as far as Dominion and at and I don't really know about that too well or too much. All right. So that's what's going on with that. So why why did Trump not address it? Well, what is he going to say? I mean, nobody was actually um, killed in the blast. So there's not much you really can say. People talking about prayers out of Tennessee, but prayers for what, though? Nobody was actually killed. I think there was like three injuries, but I'm not really sure to the extent of these injuries. I think the main thing now would be for the FBI, FBI to investigate and see what's going on. Was it a targeted attack to try and hurt infrastructure, to hurt people? What's going on? Once we can get that figured out, then we can go forward. But Trump does not have to really respond because it wasn't like a mass casualty event. You know, it it wasn't really like that. But... um. Uh, Someone said that they should play it backwards. Yeah, I heard about, they said that if you played the whole thing backwards about the, um, what's that, you know, evacuate now that they it says Merry Christmas. I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I think that might not be true. Because usually when you hear things in reverse, it don't really sound fluent English. It's usually kind of disrupted, distorted. So, I mean, that could be true. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, I don't know. Let me see. Lisa says AT&T owns CNN. Conflict of interests. Interesting. Very interesting. I know, I know I'll know. probably get quite a few good calls about that one. But, um, yeah, the FBI says they're investigating. I don't know if there's, there's going to be any kind of uh, follow-up on this, any kind of subsequent attacks. I hope not. Hopefully that was the last one. But it most certainly did affect AT&T. That was the main thing that it affected AT&T. But as far as anything else, just property damage, nothing too major. Um, The mayor, oh, I got to talk about him. The mayor, John Cooper. Now, this guy is just kind of strange. I, don't, I Okay, so John Cooper is mayor of Davidson County, Nashville, same thing. And they were asking him about the blast. And this is what he had to say. And I'll put it on the screen. You can also hear it if you're not watching the screen right now. You can just hear it for yourself. Let me turn this on. We got sound. All right, let's get to go. Let's roll it. Everything and
1: make sure that you know
0: this is the only explosion. hold on that's going to be low let me turn it up right quick let me get to turn the gain up and let's go let's go 10 db that should work okay let's try that
1: everything and make sure that you know this is the only explosion that's going to happen in April today <laughs> and, and, uh um uh, the the dramatic thing, if you were closer, is the broken water mains do lend a certain drama to the scene, uh, for sure. Um, so all that it's it's again it's a hard thing, but that's why I'm feeling calm. Is well, we are a famous place and everything.
0: And okay, so at the beginning, he's kind of like you know, chuckling a little bit. Now I get it. Some say that he may be kind of nervous. That might be how he just acts in general. It's not meant to, you know, demean the situation. Maybe that's true. Maybe that is true. But I mean, what's going on with this guy? Matter of fact, I'm going to play it one more time. And then I'm going to get into a little bit of his background, a little bit of history. I did a video about him earlier this year. If you saw my video, I did on this whole thing. Then you know what I'm talking about. But I did a video about him earlier this year
1: and make sure that you know this is the only explosion that's going to happen in April today <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay so you you heard that you get the general gist you know just kind of just kind of awkward in the way that he's reacting to the whole situation yes all right so let me go turn that off turn the filters off with the gain um matter of fact yeah, he's smiling, kind of giggling. People are saying that it's a nervous type of thing. Does not really mean anything by it? I don't know what's going on with the guy. It's just kind of strange. It's strange to react like that. You got a bombing in your city. You should be trying to figure out what's going on. But you over here, kind of like yuck, yuck, yuck. It's like, all right, sir, that might not be the appropriate response. You might not have to be. You might not need to be on television right now. You might need to get somebody else on the horn and get them to, you know, say what's happening. And matter of fact. Since, since we're live, I can show you the news story from earlier this year involving him, okay? I'm going to give you a brief recap of the story, and then I'm going to just go ahead and play it. Now, earlier this year, Nashville was on a, a sort of lockdown that shut down the bars and restaurants, and if you know about Nashville, a big part of the industry is built on the tourism. When you go downtown Nashville, you got the Nashville Predators, the NHL team, the Tennessee Titans, the football team, the Grand Ole Opry. Country Music Hall of Fame, you got all of that right there. The Ramen Auditorium, it's a lot of different things right there. The restaurants are a big part of it. Tourism is a big part of it. It's a huge part of the whole thing. Nashville is the spot. Country music is where it lives. A lot of country stars live out there. So restaurants, bars are very, very important in Nashville. And the mayor shut the city down based upon some data that's kind of weird. And then he reopened it briefly like in June, like late. Mid to late June. Now, his son just happened to graduate, right? His 18-year-old son graduated high school, so he was able to graduate and have a commencement and the whole thing. And then after that, before 4th of July, like July 3rd, I would say, he put the city back on lockdown. So restaurants had been kind of getting ready to have their big day, 4th of July, stocking up food, drinks, and everything else. They couldn't work anymore because the city was shut back down. So all their food went to waste. All their drink went to waste. So my question is, did he do that so his son could graduate or was something else happening? And to give you some more context, I'm going to roll this clip from earlier this year from the local news out there. So you can really get a grasp of what's happening. All right. Now let's put it on the screen. And here we go. Breaking tonight,
2: coronavirus cases at Nashville bars and restaurants may have been so low, so low, the mayor's office and the Metro Health Department decided to keep it a secret.
3: Emails between the mayor's senior advisor and the health department reveal only a partial... Let's, let's run
0: it back one more time. If you didn't catch that, let's run it back one more time. Go ahead and roll it.
2: Breaking tonight. Coronavirus cases at Nashville bars and restaurants may have been so low, so low. The mayor's office and the Metro Health Department decided to keep it a
0: secret. Pause. So the virus cases were so low at the bars and the restaurants that the mayor's office may have kept it a secret. A secret. Why? Why? Let's keep on going
3: emails between the mayor's senior advisor and the health department reveal only a partial picture, but what is in them is disturbing. Fox 17 news. Dennis Farrier has the story.
4: The discussion involves the low number of COVID-19 cases coming out of bars and restaurants and most disturbingly how to keep it from the public. On June 30th, contact tracing was giving a small view of coronavirus clusters, construction and nursing homes, causing problems, more than a thousand cases traced to each category, but bars and restaurants, a total of just 22 cases,
0: 22 cases. So they said that there was like what 20,000 or more cases in Davidson County, which is Nashville, 22 of them came from bars and restaurants. All right. Let's keep on going.
4: Leslie Waller from the Health But bars and restaurants? A total of just twenty two cases. Leslie Waller from the Health Department asks, quote, This isn't going to be publicly released, right? Just info for mayor's office? Correct. Not for public consumption, answers the mayor's senior advisor, Benjamin Eagles. One month later, the Health Department is asked point blank about the rumor that there are only 80 cases traced to bars and restaurants. Tennessean reporter Nate Rao asks, quote, the figure you gave of more than 80 does lead to a natural question. If there have been over 20,000 positive cases of COVID-19 in Davidson and only 80 or so are traced to restaurants and bars, doesn't that mean restaurants and bars aren't a very big problem? Yes. Metro Health Department spokesman Brian Todd asks five Metro Health Department officials the question, please advise how you recommend I respond. The name at the top of the response is clipped off but you may find the answer unacceptable. Quote, my two cents, we have certainly refused to give counts per bar because those numbers are low per site. We could still release the total though, and then a response to the over 80 could be, quote, because that number is increasing all the time and we don't want to say a specific number. Neither the health department or the mayor's office would confirm the authenticity of the emails, but Councilman Steve Glover asked a Metro staff attorney to inquire, here's the official answer. I was able to get verification from the mayor's office and the department of health that these emails are real. Answered the staff attorney. Glover says this adds up to a coverup. They're fabricating information. They have blown their entire credibility. Now, Dennis,
5: it's gone. I don't trust a the thing they say going forward. Nothing.
4: Glover says he has been contacted by an endless stream of downtown bartenders, waitresses and restaurant owners. Why would they not release these numbers? We raise taxes 34% and we put literally... Let's pause right there. So they
0: raise taxes on assessed property value in Davidson by 34%. 34%. So, you know, you you got a house and you're paying a certain amount of money in taxes. Now, how about 34% increase? Take that. And as a matter of fact, not only are you going to raise your taxes on your house, we're also going to close your your bars, restaurants, and we're going to damage the economy on purpose, even though we don't have to, because numbers don't even really add up. You got 20,000 cases with 22 that came from the bars and the restaurants. We're going to close it anyway and damage the economy. It's crazy.
5: Hundreds and thousands of people out of work that are, are now worrying about losing their homes, their apartments, etc. And we did it off of false information and bogus data. That should be illegal.
4: The mayor's office won't comment on these emails and the question that brings up is why i mean they're just numbers they're either true or not and why why are you trying to keep them from everybody
0: that's a question right there so okay that was the same guy that was just kicking that's the same guy john cooper that did that the whole thing with the cover-up so i'm trying to figure out what's going on I'm trying to figure out what's happening. Why did they do all that? Why was he in front of the camera yuck, yuck, yucking and laughing? Like, what's happening? And, you know, it's, it's to the point where, where things like that happen, where you got these little bombings and things like that that happen. Is there a deeper thing that's going on? Is there, like, what's, what's really going on? I have no idea. I have no way of knowing. But when you see that and you see kind of what kind of, you see what kind of games they're playing, then the whole laughing and yuck, yucking, it kind of puts it in context. I already knew about that guy. That's why I was suspicious of him when he was out there doing that. You know, given the benefit of the doubt, I'm not really sure because he already has a history of some suspicious behavior, you understand? So that's kind of where I'm at with it, with that guy, uh, the the mayor of Nashville, John Cooper. He did that. He's the one, his office was the one responsible for hiding the numbers and shutting down the city. But his son can graduate and he was open for that. And then, he, like he had, he had the city shut down Reopened it for a brief period of time Right when his son graduated And then closed it right after the graduation Was over with <laughs> I mean that's crazy But hey that's what's going on So thank y'all for being here You guys are the best audience anywhere on the internet If you enjoyed what you're hearing so far Give me a thumbs up on the video Share the video do all that good stuff And if you weren't here on Christmas Eve, Eve Happy belated Christmas Merry belated Christmas pardon me I gotta say it right Hopefully, you guys had a good Christmas. Alrighty, And let me see. Did I cover everything? Oh, I forgot about this one. Here's a story coming out of uh, Fairfax County or Fairfax, same thing, Virginia. Uh, you can't have any more white judges in a particular courtroom. So, here's a story. If you guys didn't see my video, um, a, a lawyer has a black defendant or a black client that's a defendant. And the lawyer sent a motion to the judge that his client should not have to see all these white judges in front of him peering down on him when he's in the courtroom because he may feel like this is kind of a message against him, you know, the law and the system is against him. He doesn't really have a fair shake. He can't get a fair trial. So they should remove the pictures of the white judges and the judge that was presiding over the case obliged him. The judge appears to be white Maybe something else, but different story. I digress. The point is that he appears to be white and he says, okay, motion granted. We're going to take all the judges down. And then what was the what was the response? Talking about, oh, doing right, right, right now. We're in a time where we're trying to figure out if we're going to keep up certain images of judges and people from the past and, you know, racist imagery, things like that. Now, these are just judges that had been judges before. They have no way of knowing whether they're racist or anything like that. It could have been a guy that was a judge in the 90s. The judge even said, we don't know if they were all racist or whatever, but since they're all white judges and you have a black defendant, that might not give them an ability to have a fair trial. Therefore, take all the photos of white judges down. Now, this all started with the Confederate monuments. I was talking about the confederate monuments Oh these are, these are losers and they're racist And they're offending black people they, they were finding These confederate monuments in the most Obscure places where nobody would even Know where it was at Like the one in Portsmouth, Virginia Remember that statue they took down in Virginia And then a piece of it fell on the guy And it squashed him, he almost died I, th- I think he did die actually But anyway, that one right there I walk by all the time You know it was right in Portsmouth I went to school right there right next to it. I would see it every day. I didn't even know what it was, really. I had no idea what it was. It was just a statue. It was like, okay, that's a statue. Cool. Nobody really cared about what that was. And the truth is, that's not even really a high traffic area. It's not like in a place where people can really see it. So it was already kind of off the beaten path. People had to go find these statues. And I feel like at a certain point, it became kind of an attention grabber. You get your own Black Lives Matter chapter. You're getting donation money. You get an intense recognition. You become somebody that's popular for being a quote-unquote activist in the community going out there and damaging these statues, right? That's kind of what's going on. Nobody came out these statues before, but anyway. So once the Confederate statues and the monuments and the paintings and whatnot came down, then it became, okay, well, let's say uh, you were a white guy back in the day and you happened to own slaves. Although at one point, like when North Washington and Jefferson were owning slaves, that was normal throughout the world. Every country had slaves. I don't care what, what continent you were on, North America, South America, Africa, Asia, Europe. Everybody had slaves. But anyway, since they were slave owners, it doesn't matter that they founded the country, 1776, American Revolution. It doesn't matter. Take them down, too. So then Washington comes down. Jefferson comes down. Then they took Abraham Lincoln down. Why Abraham Lincoln? He was not a racist. He was not a slave owner. He freed the slaves, but he was not, quote unquote, woke enough because he was involved with the Trail of Tears. Let's not forget that the natives took the ones that owned slaves. They took their black slaves with them on the Trail of Tears. Let's not forget about that. Let's just say that Abraham Lincoln was not woke enough, freeing the slaves, not woke enough. You're part of the native displacement. You got taken take down too. So that happened. Now it's white judges. I don't care if they're racist or not. Simply because they're white, we're, we're down to the to the core of it. It's not even about racist, slave owner, not woke. It's about white male. That's an attack on them. So now they're down. And the next step, mark my words, is somebody's going to say, well, you know what? My client is black and he cannot get a fair shake with a white judge. So if you're a white judge, recuse yourself. And if you can't find a suitable replacement that's a person of color, BIPOC, woke enough, then dismiss it. I don't care if this guy didn't got caught with bloody hands. <laughs> he got caught robbing the bank, stealing oil from the pipeline. It doesn't matter. Let him go because you got to be able to find a suitable judge to, you know, fill in and give him the proper sentence. Never mind the fact that you can have a black judge. That can be worse than the white judge because that ain't about skin color. It's about you as a person. Are you professional? Are you a good judge or bad judge? That's the main thing. Okay. And getting caught up in the skin color is relevant. But that's, that's where we're going to go. and Then it's going to go to the whole thing about are you heterosexual? You know, if you're a heterosexual, you may not be, you know, you may not have the understanding to deal with an LGBT person. So you can't be in there either there's going to be an attack on the blackmail. That's kind of how it goes, in my humble opinion. You know, I thought it would be crazy, like last year even, to have this whole thing happen with the judges taking off the the wall. So it's not crazy to think that they might be able to tell you to recuse yourself if you happen to be a white judge or not woke enough or heterosexual. I won't be surprised at all. That's where we're going nowadays. So that, that ruling right there just pretty much let me know where we're at in today's society where color is everything, race is everything. And I think that younger generation are starting to see how dumb this is and they're waking up. I thought we are going to go to the edge of the abyss and turn around. We're going to do a U-turn. And be like, you know what? This is not I, this is not where I want to be. I'm going to go the other direction. That's my, uh, my thought process. That's what I hope. That's my wish, that we go in the opposite direction and back away from the woke cliff. We don't want the woke cliff to be upon us and then go over it. Okay, so that's pretty much what that is. But thank y'all for being here. You guys are the best. If you are not subscribed to the channel for whatever the reason may be, maybe you were subscribed at one point, then you got unsubscribed by the YouTubes or you are a new viewer. Whatever the case may be, go ahead and subscribe right now and click that bell that's right there so you get notified whenever I go live in or post a new video. All right. Let me see. Yeah, the mask ain't doing nothing for you. Fauci said it from the very beginning. The masks... Because somebody said, take your mask off. Fauci said from the very beginning, and people on our left, they praise Fauci like he's, you know, their their Lord and Savior. Fauci said from the very beginning that the mask may block a droplet or two, but it's not giving you the perfect protection that he it has. It's giving you a, a decent amount of, you know, blockage of droplets coming out, but you are not going to have perfect protection. That's just not what's happening at all, period. He said it out of his own mouth. Then he changed So I thought science was to be believed, not to be just made up whenever you feel like it needs to be made up or changed. Although it is going to change because science is a study. It's not a static thing. It's an ever-changing thing. So you can't believe in the thing that is always changing. All right. It just doesn't make any sense at all. There is no settled science. It's always going to be a thing that's challenged. It's always going to be an update or a maneuver or a different way, a different thought process, a different thing that's proven to be true. A different method that's used that's more effective than the, the other method. That's how it goes. All right. Hey, love y'all as well. Thank y'all for being here. You guys are the best. You, you, and you, you really don't even know how much you mean to me. So I thank y'all for being here. All Oh, hold on. <laughs> R- Rapper 10,000 says, did I see Kamala's Kwanzaa video that was pandering? You know what? I saw that briefly. Um, I did not watch it with the sound on. Matter of fact, let's watch it right here. Okay, let's let's watch it right here. i watch it with you guys. All I saw was that fake menorah, but for now, I digress. Let's watch it together. And this is Okamala Harris's Twitter. The caption reads, if you can't see it on the screen, if you just listen to the audio only, it says, our Kwanzaa celebrations are one of my favorite childhood memories. We celebrated Kwanzaa for real in a household with a red dot Indian mother and... Edmonton, Alberta? Is that where you're from? Or like French Canada? So you were in a household with a red dot Indian mama and in French Canada celebrating Kwanzaa? For real? Okay. And your father from Jamaica, not even an American at all. So do they celebrate Kwanzaa in Jamaica? I'm trying to figure out what's happening with that. But I digress. Let me start over. Our Kwanzaa celebrations are one of my favorite childhood memories? Like listening to Snoop Dogg and all of them in college smoking weed in the 80s, but The whole family would gather around across multiple generations, and we'd tell stories and light the candles. Whether you're celebrating this year with those you live with or over Zoom, happy Kwanzaa. Let's pause the game before we watch the video. I'm from the black community, like for real, in Virginia, Portsmouth, Virginia. I've been to the Yemoja Festival, AFRAM Fest. We used to go every year, get the big turkey leg, the the sugar cane, all of that, like the real traditional African stuff. Look at my face. You understand? Like, this is how we look at my family. We got the, the super black, blackity, black, black stuff, right? Never did we ever celebrate Kwanzaa, ever. I never knew anybody celebrated Kwanzaa. That's kind of an obscure holiday. You know, it's a thing that you talk about. You say something about Kwanzaa, but nobody celebrates that. Some people do celebrate it, but it's rare. It's not a, it's not a normal thing to celebrate. You understand? But let's see what she says in the video
3: happy holidays everyone i wanted to take a moment to send my warmest wishes to everyone celebrating kwanzaa like so many other holidays we will be celebrating kwanzaa a little differently this season in our home we'll be doing it over zoom you know my sister and i we grew up celebrating kwanzaa every year our family would in our extended family we would gather around across multiple generations and we tell stories, the kids would sit on the carpet and the elders would sit in chairs and and we would light the candles and of course afterwards have a beautiful meal. And of course there was always the discussion of the seven principles. And oh, my favorite, I have to tell you, was always the one about self determination. Kuji Chagalia.
0: <sighs> and you know You know what? Let's pause. I'm sure she got coached on that. I'm sure. Because okay, let me just Can you can you can you guys see that Kuchichaglia? That's K-U-J-I-C-H-A-G-U-L-I-A. Now, you're not going to be able to pronounce that very smoothly. I mean, I'm sure she got coached on that. But anyway,
3: Kuchichaglia. And, you know, essentially it's about, you know, it's about be, be and do. Um, Be the person you want to be and do the things you want to do and do the things that need to be done. Um, It's about not letting anyone write our future for us, um, but instead going out and writing it for ourselves. And that principle motivates me today as we seek to confront the challenges facing our country and to build a brighter future for all Americans. So to everyone who is celebrating Happy Kwanzaa from our family, to
0: yours super cringe super super cringe okay let's just pause for a minute um, first of all Kwanzaa is a fake Hanukkah look at the menorah the fake menorah like all the days and all of that it's just a black American woke version of Hanukkah it's the same thing the, the days and menorah lighting the candles it's the exact same thing alright and then the guy that created it did so in the 1960s um, I forget his um, his his slave name. <laughs> I think his, um, his new name was Melinda Karenga. But he was born like Charles Davis or something stupid like that. But anyway, like a regular black name. Um, but he got locked up for torturing women, if I'm not mistaken, like during this particular time when he was doing this. So what you have here is like a woke Prislam type situation that people celebrate. Now, like I said... I'm from the black community. I grew up in a black neighborhood my entire life. I'm talking about my whole life. At, right now, at 36, I'm just not living in an area that's not majority black, for the most part. You understand? So, I always lived in a black area. But anyway, nobody celebrates Kwanzaa that I knew. You might have that one friend. If, if somebody celebrated Kwanzaa, you're talking about the guy that wore like the, the African-American kente cloth uh, square hat. Because that's a mostly African-American thing. If you see that, the Kente cloth hat, that's, Americans do that. You know, I knew, I knew somebody from, um, I knew somebody from, what was that? Sierra Leone or Ghana, somewhere West Africa. Um, Liberia. I knew a Liberian, and then they would kind of like scoff at Kente cloth because it's like an, an American thing, not really an African thing, you know. And and the funny part is that the actual people that wore Kente cloth were the Asante from Ghana, which are slave traders, hilarious. Matter of fact, I'll put it on the screen before you just so you can see what I'm talking about. You can, and you can, um, Asante, Ashanti, which is also funny. Shout out to Ashanti, the singer. But I'm gonna just uh, Google Asante Ghana and you're gonna see pretty much what's happening. So here we go. First picture Asante Ghana, one of the first ones. And you pretty much see a similar style to the Kente cloth that African Americans wear. That right there that you see, that's pretty much what they got. Matter of fact, let me just do Asante Kente. And then you can see what's happening. And here we go. So, yeah, this is one you probably see a lot. Hold on, let me put it up. Let me make sure I got the right one. Yeah, this one right here. You probably see that a whole lot. And these memes and stuff like that. You see mostly Americans wearing this most mostly Americans that wear that some some Africans still wear it, but mostly like black Americans. We wear that all the time, but it originated with the Asante and Ghana, and they were slave traders. They would trade people like you and me if you're black and you watching this. if you're a black American and you watching this, you might be you might have G- Ghanaian ancestry Ghanaian Ghanaian lineage. And it had been these guys that sold you to the white man for a gun, for a mirror, for whatever, bar soap, whatever they wanted to get. And I'm being dead serious. All right. But that's all I got for, for, for Ghana and uh, Asante and, and whatnot. Matter of fact, let me, let me look at the guy's name. Uh, Malena Karinga, um, inventor of Kwanzaa. Malona karenga that's his name. So his name was Ronald McKinley Everett. And he's still living, actually. Matter of fact, he's still living. He's 80 years old almost from maryland uh let me see he founded um let me see he was he was active in the black power movement since he's in the 70s and i want to see what he got locked up for uh let me see so (laughs) karenga tortured women followers wife tells court that's an article let me see, in 1971, Karenga was sentenced to one to ten years in prison on counts of felony assault and false imprisonment. One of the victims gave testimony how, how Karenga and other men tortured her and other women. The woman described having been stripped and beaten with an electrical cord. Karinga's estranged wife, Brenda Lorraine Karenga, testified that she sat on the other woman's stomach while another man forced water into her mouth through a hose. So that's a guy that created Kwanzaa. But for now, I digress. Happy Kwanzaa to those that celebrate it. If you, if you do, then that's your prerogative. I ain't, I ain't judging. I'm just saying I don't because of the aforementioned things and also the fact that we just didn't grow up celebrating that. Everybody celebrated Christmas. You know, you're trying to get the Christmas gifts. You know, you go to Granny's house, get, the, get the, the, um, the cart with the money in it or whatever gift they want to have. Go to Granddad's house, get spoiled. Maybe if you got some gifts for you, that's what was going on. Kwanzaa was just not really your thing does yeah. he still celebrate Kwanzaa? Probably. I don't know. He, he might. He, he might still do it. All right. But thank y'all for being here. You guys are the best audience on the internets. We got super chats on that. I'm going to read those right quick and then let me get to the calls. All right. Let me see. Yeah, somebody accused me on Twitter of um, just searching for content by attacking Kwanzaa. But I always attack Kwanzaa. I was saying the same thing about Kwanzaa when I was a liberal. I was saying, don't nobody celebrate that. I said that back in 2009 on Twitter. It's an old tweet of mine from 2009 when I was like, oh, was I? 20... How old am I right now? 36, so this was 09. so 25 maybe? 20, 24, 25, I was saying the same thing. This is when I voted for... I voted for Obama the year before that and felt the same way because everybody from the, from the community felt like that. Nobody celebrated. It was like a, like a joke back then when I was a little boy. It was a joke back then, but I digress. Shout out to Blocker All Puff Daddy, who says, December 26th, Happy Boxing Day, ABL. As we say in Canada, UK, and Australia. Nothing to do with the sport. How did you spend your Christmas Day? Oh, Christmas was good. Spend it with my wife and, you know, her family, our family. It was good. It was, it was a good Christmas. ABL said, um, ABL. Bucker, All Puff Daddy says, ABL, uh, why media refuse to cover... Abuse allegations against Ralph Warnock or Keith Ellison. Contrast that with the Hollywood Access tapes in October 2016. Well, you know what time it is. You know, they um they um don't want to talk about them at all because they they, they want to keep the whole thing going. They they want to just protect them and do whatever they can. They're on the same team. They're on the same team. If they were on an opposing team, if they were on an opposing side, then they would attack them. That's pretty much how that goes. Hydrip uh, says As a black person What do you think Is the worst problem Today with the black community Lack of two parent households Simple Lack of two parent households Well I say There's two things 1A Well There's two things But one Is what Is helping Keep the other one afloat If that makes any sense The first thing Is the welfare state And that is sponsoring The two parent house. The lack of two parent households The very high Single parent household rate Is caused by or I would say is subsidized by the welfare state because these women have all these kids, willy-nilly, with anybody knowing that is going to be a safety net. It's like if you're on a tightrope, a thousand stories in the sky, with a safety net, a harness, um, you know, a plane, all kind of things that are going to protect you. you go, you're you're more likely to make more risky moves over the tightrope because you got all kind of things to back you up. But when there is no backup, when there is no net, when there is no way you are going to be able to be caught if you fall, you'll be more careful. Before the welfare state, we had an eighty percent two-parent household rate in the black community, which is which is pretty low actually. Eighty percent two-parent household rate is pretty low, but now since the welfare state, we're at seventy-six percent single-parent household rate. That's just, that's that's a pure crisis. You can't survive like that. And this actually, we we've gone down with the white. Um, single parent household rate too back then the white two parent house rate was like 95 percent but now it's like lower than what we had it back it's like 70 or something like that it's low it's lower than what we were back in 1960 which was low it was a crisis back then and now the white single parent household rate is high as well because of the welfare state you know but it's much higher for us and it's a problem so that's the issue The welfare state and a single parent household rate. Apu says, opinion on Kamala Harris' Kwanzaa video. I I did that already. Thank you for that. Hydrip says, as a black person, how do you feel that I have to put a period in the word black? Talk about your skin color, but I can say white person. Yeah, that's crazy. So is YouTube censoring that? Really? Is that what they're doing? That's wild. I mean, I don't understand why that would be censoring that. If anything, they probably want you to capitalize it because that's the AP style. Hadrip says, we need to abolish women's right to vote. they 50% of America and vote 41% for the DNC. <laughs> now, I wouldn't say you got to do that. I say, you know what? You know what we got to do? Rather than abolishing the right to vote, we got to get men back into women's lives more than what we, more, more than we are right now. We got too much division. Too many single men, single women. Let's have men be men, you know, get with women, start families, be married, and then as a man, you influence your household. A single woman is going to be pretty much a liberal a lot of times because where is the male... Okay, put it to you like this. If there was a single-parent single household raised with the mother, there's no male influence, she gets to be an adult, there's no man around, where, where's the male influence going to be? How can she really be conservative with no male influence? So once we get family back together... People 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 getting back married again, having kids, I think you'll see more women vote differently, in my opinion. That's just how I feel. Blackblast Gaming says, Hello ABL, thank you for that. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you to Wolfgang who says, Hey ABL, I saw my first hate message. <laughs> ended up telling them they are clearly psychotic and blocked them. Was very perplexing, but I got haters. Hey man, you gotta have some haters. If you don't have haters, what are you really doing in life, right? Okay, Leo says, Love tweeted about aliens or President Trump. I've not seen that. I got to check it out. Shout out to Young Manhood Channel for the donation, YMC. Wolfgang says, I think that Trump stockpiled the military quite well. They should be able to last a week, a month, or even a year with their reserves. So veto NDAA. I agree. He also says, Project Orion nuclear bomb propulsion had gotten a seed of $1 million for R&D to help produce shock absorbers. Silly idea, should get some funding. Yeah, good point. Very good point. Chad Parsons says, Common Sense, can we all agree that this stopped being about a virus a long time ago? Oh, yeah. A long time ago. This is about other things. But you know how they say, you cannot let a good tragedy go to waste. You know, and in this case, you cannot let a good, bad situation go to waste. All right. Let me see. Uh, Templar Bear says, Harriet said, Harris claims she grew up celebrating Kwanzaa. It was invented about two years after she was born. So her family took to it that fast. <laughs> you know what? That's a good point. That's, that's a very good point. You know, it's the same thing. The timeline's not adding up. Because remember, the whole thing about, oh, I smoked weed in college, listening to Snoop Dogg and Tupac, all this and that. It's Clearly she was lying because Pac and Snoop were around in the 90s, not the 80s when she was in college. All right? And then she was asked a question by Angela Rye, of all people. Who's your favorite rapper? Who's your favorite living rapper? Who's the best living rapper? She says Tupac. It's like Tupac been dead since 1996. <laughs> your favorite living rapper. And, you know, she got called on it by Angela Rye, which I was kind of surprised by. She was called on it and was given a little bit of time to fix the answer and didn't do it. She does not know any rappers. She's not listening to rap. I mean, she should be able to say, hey, I'm like 55 years old. I'm not really into rap. That's not really my thing. As a matter of fact, my mother is from um, somewhere in the Indian subcontinent. I like Bollywood. How about that? Why can't she say that? Why must it be this whole thing about, oh, listening to rap music and all this and that? Even if she is of age to know what rappers are hot right now, why, why must that be some kind of test of blackness to know what rapper is hot right now? I don't get it. Let me see. Shout out to Misty CEO, who says, Hey, neighbor, love the show. Nuka Strong. All right. Shout out to you out here in the East. Uh, let me see. Wolfgang says, Maybe it was a gender reveal. Hilarious. Uh, DRock Den, Thank you for your donation. Wolfgang says, Perhaps it was a CCP back to tech. Take out communications and other things. People have to use a Chinese cell tower or to hide other action. Maybe AT&T wanted to improve the infrastructure. That's why I'm saying infrastructure. That could have been a thing. Also, city was doing some fracking for future improv. Rob Marsh says, Squamish 5 style bombing let us attack. Probably so. Wolfgang says, I think the laughing of the mayor was in connection with having said, hopefully the first bombing is only one today or whatever because, wow, first. Talax001 says, this is what the news is supposed to do. Too often they are on government side Democrats, not on the people's side, exactly. You know, I'm here to bring you news straight from an honest place. The story I played earlier about the mayor in Nashville, it came straight from local news out here in Tennessee. That's why I tell you guys, if it's a story that's going on, see local news first. They give you the best view of it without all the spin and the stuff that's on it that the mainstream media, the big budget media, put on top. They won't have everything be about a spin and trying to protect their people. Their Democrat friends and family, husbands, wives or whatever, brother, sister, they want to protect them rather than just giving you the straight, honest truth, which is what I do. Let me see. Um, Amy says, check out Senator Scott Jensen on Facebook. He's a doctor doctor. Very interesting. What the Minnesota Health Department of Health is asking people to do. Hope you had a great Christmas. Did have a great. Thank you for that. Definitely appreciate you. Wolfgang says, white judges put up green judges. Uh, Essence, the designer says, see the Prager U channel video of the Candace Owen show with student Nick Engstrom. I'll check it out. Sounds interesting. Alan Thrift says, we need to start allowing BLM members to be the jury members now. That, correct. That's going to be next. Oh, it's not a jury and my peers are all white jury. Okay, then put in the BLM people that can travel from city to city to be kind of like alternates on the jury. Uh, the judge not woke enough not black enough it's good to be a limb judge in there and then have them decide it's getting to the point of sharia law and sharia court where they got their own ways of being able to handle things let me see me back to where i was uh let me see wolfgang says believe science or political science good question Bear Bait says, no matter where I go, I don't wear a mask and I always wear my MAGA hats. Gotta start somewhere. No one says a, a darn thing. Hashtag one man army. There you go. Doug says, ABO, they're going to remove Rocky Statue because he beat Apollo Creed, Mr. T. Hilarious. Uh, thank you to the Patriot One for your donation. Definitely appreciate you. Uh, Bear Bait says, shout out to the Joe Biden is not my president Facebook group. Wow, you got 325,000 members in 10 days. Excellent. Anita Persaud says, ABL, I just wanted to let you know that red dot has significance in Hinduism. I am Hindu. I know. By the way, I'm a conservative and a proud patriot. Hey, I thank you for that. I appreciate you. Don't don't get offended by when I say red dot Indian. It's no offense meant. It's just the way I describe people. That's all. But don't, don't take offense to that. Uh, Sushi says, I don't know about Kwanzaa. How about festivals given to us by the Prophet Kastanzaa? Will Kamala make a video about that next? Might as well. Might as well. Celebrate that, too. Talking about, yeah, I was celebrating Festivus in, you know, the year 1971, although it was created on Seinfeld. Right. But I digress. A sweet speak says who in Africa celebrates Kwanzaa? Nobody. That's an American thing exclusively. And it's only a handful of guys in America to celebrate that. And I don't know how you celebrate it, really. Do you just put on your African-American, um, African-inspired clothing? I have no idea Shout out to Jason who said Happy New Year Wolfgang says get that welfare and child support checks There you go Let me see Amazing Lucas made a video reacting to the KKK segment Of the debate you had with Destiny I think you should watch and Maybe make some clarifications I don't gotta clarify nothing I said what I said And what I said was right During a particular time And when the KKK were around They would hand out toys and food To the black community in West Virginia They did that That's a fact um, and I was shocked when I heard it, when I heard that my my dad told me this when I was like in my 20s and I was still a liberal at the time. And he told me that I was like, nah, you, you, like, he was like, yes, that happened. You know, that's what they that's what they were doing in West Virginia. OK, now, one of the guys that was doing that was probably Robert Byrd and Robert Byrd, like you may have like you may know was a long-standing member of the Democratic Party, was there for like 50 years. People loved him. Barack Obama loved him. Hillary Clinton loved him. Spoke at his funeral. Go to Doug V, there's things named after him. Oh, yeah, that's happened. That really did happen. So, and my my whole point by saying that was, people try to say that because there was a Klan and all these negative, hateful groups back then, that all we did as black folks is just suffer and die and It's just not true. We were thriving back then, even in the face of all of that. It just wasn't. It's not what you think. In West Virginia, you think like the, the, the common thing people think that's on the left. I'm a black guy. West Virginia. My family from there. Oh, you getting beat and hung and lynched. No. My great grandfather was black and Irish mixed. How did that happen? This is not a slavery thing. Okay, his father was Irish lived in the house with him, with a black wife in the early 1900s, before you could even get married, before, you know, the laws were changed. So people just don't understand what they're talking about. They they think one thing is true, but a different thing is true. Lucas, at this point, is a hater and is basically a California liberal. Masquerading as a conservative, not a conservative, you're more of a liberal. And that's fine if you want to do that, I ain't hating on you. But let's just look at what the facts are. People say that to me in a way to try to discredit what I say in general. How can you say that? It's a truth. What I'm going to always say is a truth. I'm never going to sit here and tell you a lie. I'll look straight into the camera and tell you the honest truth straight from the heart. Ever heard the story? And it's true. I believe my father, believe my grandmother. Then it is what it is. But I digress. Oh, we got tea on deck. Thank you for tea. It'll be lit. All right, yeah, it's 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 all about the narrative. Oh, you're a black person. The Klan was killing you, please. And let's 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 talk about that for a minute. Now, Tuskegee College, a black college, they did a study about lynching from the end of slavery to 1968. So 100 years, and 100 years post-slavery up until almost 1970, there was. 3,500 lynchings of blacks. Now, that doesn't say if it was a clan that did it, if it was the black person that did it, 3,500 lynchings of blacks and about 1,700 lynchings of white people. So, whites got lynched too by the clan, by themselves, by black folks, everything else, but 3,500 in in 100 years. So, do the math 3,500 divided by 100, 35 a year, that's average. Now, here's something else. How many black-on-black murders do you have every year? Right now, about 7,000. So the 3,500 mark is met every six months in the black community. But I'm told, don't bring bring a black-on-black violence. You're deflecting. You're not really getting down to the meat and potatoes. Talk about the KKK. That's what really matters. 3,500 in 100 years, Versus 3,500 six months. Which one makes more sense to cover? Which one is more pertinent and important to actually be trying to attack? I think that's happening right now. Or a lesser thing that's not even happening anymore. Don't nobody get lynched no more. But I digress. Um, I'm going to get to the calls. I'm talking too much. The number to call is four three four six five eight one two two zero. Hold on. Super Chats. So I'm going to get to those. And then I'm going to get to the calls. Anti-Globalist says, real problem with the black community and all com- communities throughout the world is lack of faith in Christ. That's why you had these problems. Lewis from Spain says, your new uh, TV is smart. That even before Ivan caught the photo, we saw what was written in the cooler. Be quiet. Must be from your new Sir 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 brand. <laughs> uh, Wolfgang says, a hate crime was conducted against me in summer and Kylie took my guns away. So yeah, viruses and gun taking, the present is more important. Uh, Black Cheeto says, how can I do with my liberal friends that I even, even when I showed them the truth, they don't believe it. People aren't always ready to hear the truth. When they're ready to hear it, once they're at that stage, when they're prepared to receive information, then they can hear it. Until then, you can't really be direct. You got to be kind of indirect. Just give little hints here and there. And don't try to, don't try to argue them to death because you're not really going to get anywhere because they're going to have their guard up and they're not gonna to want to let you in. So if they're open to hear information, talk to them and be conversational. Don't don't, don't don't try to confront. Just have a conversation. All right. But besides that, just give out little things. Just plant little seeds. And be like, man, you think Joe Biden really won? And just walk away. Don't argue. Just plant the seed and walk away. Let me see. Um Island Thrift says Tupac and Biggie voted for Joe and Kamala. That's probably why she said it. That's hilarious. Uh, Theo Fryer 3.0 says Joe Biden took Chinese Communist Party bribes as the big guy treason. Wolfgang says, Oh, I bought my car in Norfolk in Virginia In 2010 and left in 2012. Last year I got a message saying I need to pay taxes. I did. Wow, really? From but Norfolk, you know, that's that's at this point that's just crooked. It's just just trying to steal money. I want to pay nothing. RJ says, thanks, APL. I'm no big fan of Amazing Lucas. Hey, you know, I don't really, if people like Lucas, that's fine. If they don't, that's fine, too. I'm just, I'm not really into the whole thing about trying to fight YouTubers. I'm all about just getting some information out. You know, that's, you know, that's all I'm about. But anyway, the number to call, 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. Let's start Skype right quick. If it wants to work, that'd be fantastic. If not, then it is what it is. Okay. Well, let's, let's get everything rocking and rolling. Let me get my microphone. That's working. And then speakers. Cool. We get money.
6: Hey.
7: I never expected I would get in line for the first call. How's, how's it going? I it. Yeah, my, my phone's kind of messed up. Hold on one second. Alrighty.
0: Alright,
7: uh, can you hear me now?
0: Oh, I guess I can.
7: Alright, perfect. Uh, I'm just gonna make it real quick, man. Uh, have you heard of anything about Adam Schiff being arrested?
0: No, I haven't.
7: Yeah, th- this is this is kind of what I'm seeing. Uh, if you looked at uh Lynn Woods. Uh, Twitter account, you look at uh, one of his updates, he, he went on and said that uh, Adam Schiff was not having a good Christmas, and if, if you look at the LA County arrest records, it shows uh, it shows his name, uh, his age, and, and his address looks to be accurate, but I'm not 100% sure. Whoa. Apparently, he was arrested. Yeah, apparently, he was arrested in LA uh, International. He was taken into the FBI. Yep,
0: yeah, I've not heard that.
7: Yeah, uh, it's a lot of crazy things going on. Um, one, w- one, one more question before I go. How, how far do you expect this to, uh, to go on, like the whole situation with the election and and whatnot? Do you really believe that, that Trump will uh, be seated in?
0: Um, I don't. I have no idea at this point. I mean. It, it could happen, but it might not. It's looking like it probably won't happen, but I mean, anything's possible. I've seen, it's been cra- I've seen things this year that are just totally crazy that I did not expect. So, anything can happen at this particular point. I would just say keep your eyes on the keep your eyes on the prize, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, I don't.
7: I, I, at this point, man, I'm not convinced that this is over until January twentieth. Whoever person's working their hand in on on uh, that day.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll definitely see.
7: Uh, All right, man. Thank you so much for taking my call, man. Merry Christmas.
0: I'm saying to you, man. Merry Christmas. Thank you for the call. All right. Take care. All right, so shout out to the caller. Hopefully, my sound is, is straight. Hold on. I see that it's not straight. Skype, Skype, Skype. You are the worst in the world. Let me fix it right quick again. And. Let's do this. I think I know what's going on. Yeah. Okay, we should be fine. That should be fixed permanently now, hopefully. Uh, so let's get to the next one. All righty, Matt. What's going on? Hey, Oquartengwane, okay, ABR? Man, I don't, I don't know what that language is. You got to speak regular English. <laughs> well,
8: I mean. I've been celebrating Kwanzaa for a long time, my whole life, actually.
0: Oh, oh is that right?
8: <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, we've got, my ancestors go all the way back to uh, Wakanda.
0: And <laughs> is, that, not, is that a real place? It,
8: you know, well, yeah, I mean, not <laughs> long after I was born, um, I was baptized. Um, I mean, they, What they do is they take a rubber hose and they force water down your throat. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what he was really doing to that woman. He was just baptizing her.
0: Oh, like, I see. It makes makes all the sense in the world now. So, you know, that, that should that should be no criminal record. Pardon that man for just giving her a regular baptizing.
8: I know. You can't. I mean, you can't even practice your religion. I mean, these days. I mean, what the heck. Right. Uh, hey, <clears throat> I just got back from uh, Nashville. And uh, we went there for Thanksgiving. And uh, I mean, the place was filthy the street the streets like we went to that uh that place that kid rock owns out there yeah i mean that place is all right but uh i'm pretty sure i stepped in human feces oh yeah
0: yeah you know what i I was up there probably about two years ago and the downtown was okay but i started to see little signs of it starting to go the wrong direction i saw this guy he kind of was he was kind of was like getting butt naked and it was kind of cold outside he was rolling around kind (laughs) of screaming i'm like okay I'm starting to see some signs of some weird things happening. So it may have kind of declined since then. Yeah, they
8: do that for Kwanzaa,
0: you know. Oh, the guy outside rolled <laughs> around, but naked. Okay, so he was, he was yeah. just celebrating Kwanzaa. Okay, I'm sorry, you know.
8: Uh, and my credit card got stolen while I was there. So uh, wow. or the number did, because I just, now I'm noticing all kinds of charges. Um, Hey, I should be a prophet, man, because, uh, uh, you know, that I was on here and I, feel like I told you that you were underestimating their ability to cheat in the election. And I, I uh, even I underestimated it, like how systemic the cheating was, like just how ubiquitous it was. Um, and there's just, there's no source of relief whatsoever. I mean, uh, Wisconsin Superior Court, throughout Trump's case, you know, citing that it's, it's in the legislature, there's Supreme Court throughout the case citing it's supposed to go to the Superior Court, and then the scoters throw it out, uh, you know, when the Republicans in Texas, uh, I mean, there's no place for relief. So I think the only place left is is Congress. Mm. And uh, you'd have to put you'd have to put some faith in these people. Uh, I think Mike Pence is going to maybe try to do something when, when it comes to counting the electors, because uh, each state sent alternate electors. Have you heard about this?
0: I've heard about that, but I'm not really familiar with all of the details.
8: Yeah, they sent they sent electors like like Pennsylvania's got f- 20 you know you know for each congressman in the, in the senate but they sent 40 so which ones get seated or you know or counted so to speak by Mike Pence is still TBD eh. um but there's economic doom that's like coming and I don't think a lot of people are really preparing for this I think uh I think a lot of this COVID and everything like that isn't is sort of a symptom of what's going on. And I think there's a lot of concerted efforts to sort of shut down the business cycle because um, uh, you know, I don't know if you've been following the economy or anything, but just even prior to COVID, it was horrible.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's always gonna be things like that is going on, but I don't really know if it's gonna have like a, a heart crash, like off the cliff heart crash. I mean, there, there could be like a, a real big downturn, but I don't really anticipate anything catastrophic. It's, for anybody inclined, uh, look up the
8: M2 velocity of money, and then the excess reserves and deposit institutions and uh, the Fed balance sheet. And you look at those three graphs kind of in concert. And yeah, we're going straight off a cliff. There's no doubt about it.
0: All right. Well, hopefully you're incorrect, but we'll look into it and see what's happening. All right. Yeah,
8: man, I appreciate your show. And One, Lodgy One.
0: Uh, there you go. Uh and R- Rudy Poo to you too, man. Thank you for the call. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> All right, shout out to my man um Matt for the call. Most we'll certainly appreciate him. The number to call is 434 658 1220 If you want to just Skype me right there in the bottom left hand corner of the screen, there's an the email for that in the description box below. Check it out and we'll get to the next one here. Let's go 602. You don't learn who I'm speak it to speak speaker to. What six zero two hello? All right, I don't know what you got going on. If you're over there playing the, the Kwanzaa drums, but you got to tighten your Obama phone up, put some more minutes on it, and get it together. All right, calling my speaker. You uh, on line? to two, seven five four. Uh, hello. Yes, yeah, sir. Who am I speaking to? Uh,
9: this is Will, man. Hey, how you doing, ABL man?
0: Everything's good. What's happening? Yeah, let me
9: just cut to the chase. Yeah, that was funny with the whole Kamala thing, man. Damn, bro. Like, she be pandering so hard, bro. I'm like, (laughs) I can't believe, like, black people can't even see that. You know? It's it's just, like, kind of, like, cringy at this point.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Um, It really is.
9: Yeah. My girl, you know, she, my fiance, she's Jamaican, and she even told me that you know in Jamaica that I think Kamala her dad is Chinese Jamaican and her mom is Indian Chinese Jamaicans they are like racist towards the black Jamaicans there and they own like most of the businesses in Jamaica so I don't know how that works you know (laughs) right exactly Yeah. so I don't even know how she says she celebrates Kwanzaa that's like I don't believe that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense because really, when she was a kid, she grew up in Canada with her mother from India. So how that makes sense, and her yeah. dad from Jamaica. So it, it, it don't really, it's not really making sense to me at all.
9: Yeah, they had like a a picture of her like with the whole the whole the dot on her head, and she was wearing like the little Indian dress and everything. And I'm like, okay, you you celebrating Kwanzaa. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah, but uh, I wanted to ask you one thing about um. What did you think about the the whole Great Reset? I think that like you know with the whole judge them wanting to take out the judges and them just erasing history and turn like America more socialist. Uh, it will turn them into get rid of capitalism and make it so make it social a socialist country. I think that's all going into that Great Reset. Um initiative that they're planning and whatnot like what did you think
0: about that well i mean i don't really know a lot about a great reset but it it could i mean i've I've been hearing things here and there so you know you're trying to destroy infrastructure and you know uh, set things back so if you destroy infrastructure are you going to replace it with the same thing is it going to be something else are you going to let it fail and have people suffer for a while like what's going on so it could be part of that whole agenda if it is i wouldn't be surprised
9: Right. Yeah, I was gonna also say, um, like with the whole with the the Republicans, they they wanted the uh, they wanted to have the spending with the whole stimulus package that Trump wanted to redo and whatnot. Like the Republicans are the ones that wanted to send money to Iraq in the fall. Were they for that, or is that more of a Democratic thing?
0: Say one more time for me.
9: I was saying that, you know, with the stimulus, the COVID relief package that they released
0: uh-huh.
9: and uh, they wanted to send money. They were talking about the, the spending that was getting sent to other countries, to uh, to Iraq for the gender studies or whatnot. Was that a Republican or a thing or a, a Democratic
0: thing? Well, I don't know who put it in there. I don't know. But I, what I do know is that the, the bill was passed in a largely bipartisan thing. So I have no idea who who was responsible for that particular money. But it was in there, and the bill that was kind of unanimous. So I feel like if, yeah. if 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 you were a conservative that voted for it, it's like at a certain point you're responsible because you say this is okay. Right,
9: right. I, I was surprised that they even passed that. That's like ridiculous. You know, that's like needless spending, in my opinion, I don't. I I don't understand it. But um, yeah. That's basically I want. That's basically
0: what I wanted to say man. Uh Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Oh yeah,
9: an amazing Lucas.
0: He beta.
9: <laughs> 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 all right, man. all right now. Merry
0: Merry Christmas, man. All right, yeah. Shout out to the caller. So I see that somebody. I see that Lucas did a video about me, and that that's so old. That that debate I did from Destiny. That's almost three years old, and I saw him. I saw Lucas talk about that like maybe earlier this year or a year before that. You know what I'm saying? And it's funny how that video was so old. I did that video before I even met Lucas. I met Lucas at least once or twice. You know, I got his phone number and everything. I could put his phone number out, but I ain't gonna do that. So I know, I know Lucas. You know, rather than saying, "Hey, what's going on?" with this is calling me, you making the video. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, "What's going on, Lucas?" Why am I blocked on your YouTube and all of that? but i digress but that's just you know you start solving for content just trying to attack people for no reason i don't do that I, on my channel i'm talking about news that's what i do but let me get to the next call 503 in the line i'm speaking to I did that.
10: my name's is katherine lindsey
0: all righty what's going on
10: well i just i heard your comments about science and i just wanted to talk to you about science like um, I totally agree with you that this uh, this Covid thing is totally being politicized. But I think that you kind of conflate belief with scientific thought. And I just respect you so much that I wanted to call and have a conversation about that.
0: All right, go for it.
10: Well, okay, so science is science scientific thought is it starts with a hypothesis that you then have to, try to nullify so that you keep yourself from uh, falling into your own biases. And uh, that's super important. Um, and if we were doing science properly on the left, because I am, I am a liberal, um, if we were doing science properly on the left, a lot of the things that we call science on the left would be considered um, uh, false or not supported because you know there is too much confirmation bias going on like confirmation bias being um that you are trying to confirm something you already think Um, so belief is believing something or thinking that something is correct without evidence and scientific thought is believing something is correct uh actually let me take that back thinking that something is not false until you have evidence to the contrary. So that I just wanted to put that out there for you, because you're a super intelligent guy. I really respect you. My husband and I are watching you. We just we think you guys or we think that you are a very intelligent source of information. But I really wanted to come to you with how science should be done and uh covid is incredibly politicized i think it's super sad because science should be the last bastion of how we come together as people and i really i want the right to embrace science as well because if the right is embracing science and the left is corrupting it at least i feel like um, we can protect it um and, you know, I, I watch people like you and people on the right, because I am scared of what is happening to the left. Um, so we, I don't agree with everything that is said on the right. But I think that you guys, I think we are each other's um, uh, um, checks and balances. And, you know, we kind of need that. We need each other. And it's super super important to have, uh, each other. Um, so I'm coming to you, (laughs) checking.
0: Well, I thank you for watching. And you know, you're right about that. We do need to have both sides. Like, I don't want everybody just to be on my side. I mean, that'd be great, but that's not realistic. I just want people on both sides to hear each other out. And then, you know, if on the right, we're getting too crazy, we can kind of be balanced by the left. If left, y'all going exactly. too overboard, it could be the same thing. It could be a balance in that. So I think that's a good thing to have, you know, different voices and not necessarily be always in the echo chamber. So I appreciate that point of view.
10: Yeah. And you know what? We love, my husband and I love that you, you know, you use the truth. That's the one thing that should bind us all is the truth.
11: That's
0: right. Well, I thank you for thank the call. Thank
10: you for call- taking our call. Oh, no yeah, problem. Yeah, thank you. I right, know. Take care.
0: All right. Shout out to the caller. You know what? I I appreciate the callers that are on the left that call in and that watch. I appreciate that because, you know, a lot of people on the left just totally refuse to watch me. I get called all kind of names and everything else. So that's just not really a thing you hear all the time. So I appreciate that. I I really do. All right. So let's get some more calls here. And like I said, a number to call for three, four, six, five, eight, one, two, zero. And... All right, Victor. What's going on? Taking my call. No problem, man.
12: Eh? Hey, yeah. With your last caller, I gotta give a a little bit of pushback about science. Alrighty. She said that science is without evidence. No, not science. She said belief is without evidence. And belief is basically having confidence in something. And belief comes with. Evidence. I I tell this to people. Every single person has faith. It doesn't have to be faith in a religion. It could be a faith in something, because we don't have absolute certainty in in what we call that Thomas Jefferson as an example. We always say that Tom. Hello.
0: Yeah, go ahead. You good?
12: Hello. Can you hear me? Are you well? Okay. Yeah. Cool. I always, all right. I always say that Thomas Jefferson wrote the Declaration of Independence. Well, how do you know that he wrote the Declaration of Independence when we weren't there to see it? At the same time, we weren't the ones that collected the evidence that showed that. Oh, yeah. He was the one that. That wrote the Declaration of Independence. So we are basically putting our faith in the people who collect the testimonial evidence to say that he wrote the Declaration of Independence. Mm. Yeah. So, so yeah, I so I understand what she's saying, but beliefs do come with evidence. It does.
0: Yeah, I mean it makes sense. Yeah.
12: Yeah. Uh, also, uh, I want to talk to you about that. Tulsi, the Tulsi Galbert video about she said that taking 90, percent of the profit. Or something
0: you say, you said what now?
12: She said that she want to take 90 percent of the profit to help the pe- to help oh. the people.
0: Well, she wants to do like this thing, like an excess profit tax. So if you yeah. make a certain amount of money above what she thinks you should make, because okay, what she gonna do is look at your, your tax returns from the past three years, from from the prior three years, and then look at the average of what you made. And then if you made more than that average, then that excess money that you made, she must pretty much tax that at like 95% and take that and give it to small businesses. That's That was her kind of her thought process. Yeah, so
12: and, and- Okay, yeah, and you said that that was communism, correct? You said what now? You said that in your video that was com- it's communism. It's communism
0: because it's like, all right, now who who gets to decide what an appropriate amount of money for profit is? Isn't yeah. like if I if I made a certain amount of money for three years and then I just jump up and make more money, am I making excess money? I mean, business grows; it might have a consistent type of money I'm making for a period of time. And then I have a big year for whatever the reason may be. And then my thing is, okay, what if I'm a very small business and during this pandemic, I mean pandemic, I make a lot of more money for whatever the reason. Maybe I work in the industry that had a big, you know, a big time rise, like uh, if I'm a food truck or something like that and I make more money, more than what I did in the prior three years. Did I make excess money? Am I not privy to make that? And if you are taxing excess money uh, almost 100 percent, how can I grow like that? You see what I'm saying? That's communism.
12: Yeah, so for me, I would call it a gateway to communism, because I it's because it's what it's doing is abusing taxation. I don't have a problem with ta- with taxes because taxes would what is supposed to be used is to help the government service purpose is to support the well-being of the citizens and you put the taxes back into the system to help. Build roads, build, build roads, build protection for the citizens to help them live a better life. But once, you, but once you start abusing the ta- taxes, then it leads. Then it can lead to communism because you, where it is is that you you tax them high, and then at that point, then it's getting taxed so high. Then you say, okay, let me take away your business or let me take away the property. That's making the money,
3: yeah.
12: and yeah, and it goes back to what I say that it's a whole Trojan horse thing, where she's using these uh, these emotional words, words that could get them emotionally charged. That like, we're going to tax them so we could help the poor. Don't you want to help the poor? Of course, I want to help the poor, and it st- it starts from there. And when people don't realize it, then it then it's, it will come to a point where now they're going to take away your freedoms exactly you get know what yeah yeah so i mean people really need to be careful and really need to understand that <laughs> this is doing it that way is not going to help because the government doesn't make money at all <laughs> the,
0: it's it's <laughs> our money they don't they don't have any kind of industry to make the money it's all about money from taxes that's it that's the only way they are funded
12: yeah, yeah. And if you really want to help people, don't shut down their business. I mean, I. you remember when you did that video about that guy in Canada where he tried to open up his business and he saw how Costco was accepting a lot of people into their stores?
0: Yeah, when he got shut down because of the virus. And then right down the street, right next door, Costco was packed window to the wall.
12: Yeah, and it's the same thing here in, in Virginia. That it's, it's, uh, it's crazy. It's yeah. like, it's, it's ludicrous how they, how it does it. And just help, help the people keep the business open. That's how you help people. And the last thing I want to mention is the, what uh, your video in the, in Fairfax, how they were talking about taking the, take the,
0: the white, white judges. The white judges. Yeah.
12: Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what they teach in microaggression. That is that's what they teach in microaggression. I remember learning this back in 2016 when they were talking about microaggression and I learned about microaggression before. And it made sense before it before it progressed to something totally to what point where it didn't make sense. And this woman that was presenting that year, she's she put up a picture from somewhere in University of Michigan. And she said that when you when you're interviewing someone, it is best not to have all these pictures of white men because in the inter the interviewee will feel like they don't want you. I'm like, that's some big crazy. You yeah. Re- you really I use that as motivation. Like, okay, I could be the first black person be up on that wall as the department head. Exactly. I mean, yeah, that's that's too soft, man. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's what that's all I gotta say. Thanks for taking my call.
0: Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you.
12: All right, bye.
0: righty. Yeah, that's crazy. So, if you have a white man on the wall in an interview to at in a place of employment, you can't take you can't have those up because it makes you feel kind of intimidated. Really, it's like, are we children or wait, are we are we men or mice? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I don't like that kind of paternalistic type thing where it's like, well, you guys. Uh you, you need all this coddling and protection. I really don't need that, you know. I, I do not need that. I'm, I'm a full grown adult. I can take care of myself. How about that? Seven one four on line with speaker to. Hello? Yes, who am I speaking to? Hi,
13: um I just wanted to talk to you for a second.
0: All right, yeah, go for it. What's going on?
13: Um, I just wanted to say that um hello?
0: I'm 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 live on the line.
13: Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That um I have a lot of faith in our government—I mean, in Trump, and I have a lot of faith in our people, and you are the best. I love you, Brian—Anthony, Brian, Logan. And also, God created the frickin' planet, the earth, and the moon, and the stars, and the sky. How can he not create science? So put that up your—put that up the girl's butt, whatever not. <laughs> Hello?
2: Uh, I'm here.
0: Well, I, I thank you for that. I appreciate it.
13: Okay. Yeah. That's
0: all I wanted to say. All right, now, take care. And
13: Trump is going to reign, I swear. Just have faith, people. Have faith and love and freaking lefties are assholes.
0: (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. Can't can't cuss, but thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. Okay,
13: thanks.
0: All right, now. Bye. Hey, okay, the remarks of the callers do not reflect the host's point of view. How about that? (laughs) Hey, you guys are great, great callers. All y'all are fantastic. Let me get to the next one. 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. 602, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to?
13: This is Debbie, Anthony.
0: All righty. What's going on?
13: I was calling because I had a few questions for you. All right. I wanted wanted to know if you think that the president's going to have to, um, what is it called,
0: insurrect the insurgency act insurrection act I don't know about I don't know if he's going to do that because I'm not really sure what the purpose would be so I I don't know I I don't think so but I'm not really sure if that would make sense to do anyway well would that be the start of a civil war um well I don't think so because a lot of people are just kind of content sitting on the couch hanging out so I'm not really sure there would be enough people that will fight on both proverbial sides of it to have an actual war.
13: Well, we're in Arizona, and I've been watching a lot of YouTube. I mostly watch, you know, you and Officer Tatum, Jericho, Candace, all of those. But at the same time, um, I, miss, I see a lot of different states that are at their capital, and there's a lot of people that say, you know, they're not going to take socialism.
0: Right, yeah, no. I think once you try to, like, put certain things in there and certain policies and certain rules and regulations, it's not really going to fly with a lot of people.
13: Yeah, so, you know, I mean, are they talking about, like, you know, if we own a house, they're going to take it away from
0: us if it's socialism? Uh, I don't really know about that one.
13: Oh, well, that's some weird stuff I've been hearing, too, so... I'm just, you know, kind of like scared because I don't want my grandkids to grow up. I'm an old lady, 65. But you know what? If I had a way to Washington, you know, on the 20th, I'd be up there with every other American saying, hell no, he ain't going. Sorry for the cussing, but um, this is ridiculous. I don't understand. everybody knows that
0: it wasn't a fair election. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty clear that it wasn't fair.
13: And they're trying to pretend like it
0: was. I mean, anybody that, you know, saw the whole thing go down, that went out there and voted, that saw the enthusiasm for Trump and not so much for Biden, they know what's going on. We all know what's happening. Yeah. So do you think we still have a chance with the Congress? I don't know. I guess it's possible, but I don't, I don't really know. And do you think the Supreme Court is ever going to hear us? well i don't know i don't think so because i think there was already something that went to the supreme court but that didn't really go so i'm not really sure what else they could actually hear Mm.
13: all right anthony thank you for your time i appreciate your show and
0: you and just have a happy new year thank you for the call definitely appreciate you all right bye all righty let's get to some more calls here Exactly. Um, all right, call your line 304. I'm going to speak to you. Kenny. All right, man. What's going on? How you doing? I'm doing all right, man. How about yourself? How you doing? Ian? Oh, I'm hanging in there. Calling from West Virginia. All righty. West by guy. Yeah. Good to hear it.
14: Yeah, sir. I just wanted to find out. Um, what do you think about this bombing? that has been going on. Um, one question I wanted to find out about was they had said something about that there was a song that they were playing in, in, in between uh, his uh, telling everybody to get away from the vehicle. What was the songs? I,
0: I, I, didn't know, I don't know anything about the songs. I don't know anything about that. All I heard was, that they, it that, was they playing, that
14: they were playing music in between. In between, I guess it took like a half hour or so, half hour, 45 minutes, and then they were playing music.
0: I've not heard that. All I heard that it was a recording about the if you can hear it, this yeah. evacuate. But I didn't hear anything about music.
14: Yes, yeah, so they said in between that they were playing music, and I kept on trying to find out what kind of music were they were playing because they said that the FBI's wanting to find out what what was going on with them. That, uh, well, you know, a lot of stuff comes in songs, you know, and and I figured well, that would give you a little hint of uh, who who had actually done that, done it. But being AT and T, I also heard that uh, that there was a. Um, Oh what was it uh that uh let's see how was it uh that um that there was information from from the uh boats was at AT&T that they're trying to get rid of the, all the information.
0: Yeah, see what I heard was that Dominion was going to be well AT&T was going to accept some of the stuff from Dominion to review it. I'm not really sure all the details, but it was some kind of link between them that's what I heard, but that could be true could be false. But if it is true, then it's kind of a coincidence that you just happen to have some kind of damage to AT and T, to where the phone service is out, some of the credit card processing, you know, and the area where they were going to be is damaged. So that's definitely a coincidence, say the least. If what I heard was true.
14: Oh yes, I I I, I totally agree with you. Um, but, yeah, I just did not understand, uh, you know, yes, I, yes, I I know yes. that, uh, you know, they, they, they stole this election and and nobody wants to hear it. Why is that? Why is the left so bad about this?
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, they they if the left wants to hear what they want to hear. If it benefits them, then it doesn't really matter. All their standards and whatever go out the window. They totally don't even have any more. They, they just want whatever benefits them. If it does not benefit them, it doesn't matter if it's correct 1,000% and it can be proven correct, then they're going to be against it. That's kind of how it goes.
14: I mean, the evidence is right in their face and, 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 and they just totally disregard it. And as being a, I'm, I'm more of an independent more than anything, but um, I just don't understand if it's wrong, it's wrong. And being a, an American citizen, you want to be on the right Side of the law, right? And I just don't understand why that so many people on the left will allow something like that go on.
0: Hey, they just they don't care. Yeah. It, Whatever you know, it helps them, that's all that really matters.
14: Right, it, the only thing that matters to me is being either right. And if you're wrong, then let it go the way it's supposed to go. That's
0: right.
1: The uh, people on the right will
15: unite.
14: Yes, people, like Biden said.
1: Uh, yes, yeah. I mean,
14: he he, it, it, it goes along with uh, Biden. I mean, even and you know, he's. The, he, I think he's got a little bit of dementia going on, but he even said that he has a comprehensive uh, thing on on uh, how to uh, get through the election. And, right. I mean, there's. He, he
11: things, did say it. You know,
14: and it's just right out there. I just don't understand. How even the left could be knowing that that it's it's been stolen, it's in the uh uh videos, it's in uh all the people it says, Hey, there's something wrong going on.
1: Did he hear any about anything about the songs?
14: Yeah, he said he didn't hear anything about the songs. Yeah, supposed
1: but, to
11: be
14: some songs. Yeah, there was supposed to be like a song, a couple of songs that was in between while they was waiting for the twenty minutes, if you get away from here, get away from here, and I'm like, you know, if there's a song or something that they played in between, a lot of them's got, you know, country songs. You know, you got a lot of, a lot of different things that gives you kind of some kind of a hint of what is what, you know, uh, or it could have been just a Christmas song. Just don't know. I just don't. I wanted to know what song was it that they played.
13: Actually, actually,
14: uh, I had the Republican side. Do you think it's the Republican side that actually? Made a bombing go
1: off, and why they would warn everybody
14: yeah I You're would...
1: Trying, I think they're trying to tell everybody that shit's going to start happening, so you
14: know he he weighed you know he the warnings yeah well that's what i 'm saying about more 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 likely you know it, it seems to me that if it, if it was more of the um people that has been trying to steal the pl- steal the election that they wouldn't care if anybody got hurt, however, people more on the right is more uh docile and they're yeah. more they're more say get away from the place we're, we're all we want is the yeah, information we're we yeah TV. we're taking care of the information, right. you know stuff like that, you know, and so it just does not look right you know it just, just doesn't seem you know
1: You're on t v right
14: now, so. <laughs> yeah. but we got
1: him on right now.
14: But yeah, I've been I've been watching your program for a lot. I, I don't know what's going on with YouTube. Also, I su- subscribed to your channel and they kind of threw me off. Why? Do you have any idea?
0: I think YouTube always does that. It's always some kind of little glitch. They say it's a glitch, but it could be anything. Maybe it's actual mechanical glitch and it's a problem that they got to fix, or it could be something intentional where they're trying to disrupt my views. I have no idea.
14: Yeah, that, that apparently YouTube's got a lot of glitches now. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. real, real convenient glitches.
14: Yes, very, very convenient for us. Hey, we can uh, hear
1: you right now on YouTube. Yeah. God bless you, brother, for yes. what you're standing
14: up for. What's right? Yes. And thank God for people like you. Yes. Well, Absolutely. thank you.
0: Thank you for the call. I definitely you're appreciate up. y'all.
14: Yes, but but I really want to thank you for what you said about the West Virginia people because we are. We're
0: definitely not a racist, racist
1: yeah, and we're country. ten years behind. <laughs> eh? We're supposed to be ten years behind.
0: Yeah, West thing. Virginia. Everybody's so peaceful. Everybody's so nice. Everybody's just—it's—it's it's community. It's all about community. You know, that's all it's all about yes, sir, yes, sir. family,
14: family, and community. Absolutely. That's right. well,
0: th- well, thank y'all for the call. I appreciate y'all. Uh, you have a good one. I right, know. Yeah, shout out to the caller. Yeah, West Virginia and ain't nothing but peace, ain't nothing but love. You know, your community help out. Like West Virginia, you have a um. Like let's say my uncle go out there with a bunch of food and start cooking, and if he in the front yard of grandma's house, everybody come out. The whole neighborhood, the whole town come out, and you can you can get something to eat. It's no problem. You know, you can go to Miss Johnson's house, and you can just go in there, kick your shoes off, hang out, get something to eat. You know, like where and and the town where I was at. I got my grandma's house right here. And then um, my great grandma's house right next to hers. My uncle's house right behind theirs. Down the road, my aunt's house, up the street, my cousin's house, all along the way, friends and family. You got dogs that just be running around, stray dogs that belong to the whole neighborhood, the whole, like the the towns, the towns are like neighborhoods because they're small. The entire state, West Virginia, has 2 million people in the whole state. So it's a very small place. Everybody's either your cousin, your friend, or somebody like that. Okay? So this whole thing about, oh, you're your own cousin, your own brother, we have very lengthy talks about who's kin to who because everybody's kin to everybody. Everybody knows everybody. So we are able to avoid a lot of that stuff that goes on. You understand? That's a different story. So, you know, it's it's all about community, and it's been like that for a long time, even back during the days of racism and all of that. That's just the reality of what's going on. People see West Virginia from the outside looking in and don't understand it. But, you know, my family, both sides from there, I understand it very well. So this whole thing with the Klan, you got to put it in context what was going on back then. This is why even Barack Obama loves Robert Byrd and Hillary Clinton and everybody else. You understand? So if Robert Byrd was attacked to, to, to kill people, he wouldn't be allowed in the Democratic Party. Or maybe he would. Maybe maybe i underestimate them, but I digress. So let's get to some more calls. Yeah, up in the up in the Hollers in West Virginia. What we should know about the Hollers, Rachel. Yeah, up in the up in the Hollers. You know, it's some little Hollers where it get kind of weird, but for the most part, it's all about love. You know, in my and my town, in, in my city, in my community, it's all about love. The problem now is the drugs. People getting turned into zombies. Neighbor turning against neighbor. That's the issue with the drugs. That's why I'm so anti-drug because I see what it does. People that you know would not do anything to harm or, they will not harm or fly, are now doing things because I, they're desperate to get drugs to to fill feel, to feel that habit. But that's a way different story and I'm going off the reservation, so I digress. Let's get to the next call. 314 in the line, I'm going to speak it to. Oh uh, yeah,
7: it's
0: Adam from St. Louis. All righty man, what's going on? I just
7: think it's, Pretty funny how, not funny, I guess scary, how we saw that the Supreme Court threw out the Texas lawsuit just because there's going to be riots if they agree with what's right. I mean, that's pretty ridiculous to me.
0: Yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, it is crazy, but that's that's the the kind of world we live in now.
7: Yeah, unfortunately. Also, I saw one episode from The Simpsons, who is predicting quite a lot from the future, and uh, they had Ivanka for 2028. So, maybe we got something to look forward to, but I guess we'll see when the time comes with that.
0: Hey, maybe so. I mean, that, that definitely could happen. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how the symptoms predict the future. That's, that's pretty interesting, but... Right. I don't know. Well, thanks for taking my call. Have a good night. Uh, thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. All right. All righty. We'll get to a few more. Let's go. 908, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to Hello? Hello? Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, Anthony? Speaking to him right now. Um, uh, before we go any further, turn speakers on the background for me, please. Okay. All right. How's that better? I'm sorry. I should have known that. I'll uh, be good to go. So what's happening?
16: Well, I have a question on the elections. Why, why we don't do them online? It would save all that, mach- you know, machines and all the workers. And if we can transfer billions around banking and stuff like that. There must be a secure way to social security or something, maybe that we could
0: uh, figure out how to do, you know,
16: just vote from home
0: on a computer. Well, I mean, that's a good question. I think the main thing would be security because with banking and everything else, you can have some security flaws. I mean, there's, there's credit cards stolen every that They're used uh, online and people don't even know what's going on. That was, that was all the time. So with the election, it could be the same thing happening. And then beyond that, you have a wide open door for fraud. And then you have the issue with wow. uh you have the issue with uh, identification. It, it would need to be a system that's like impenetrable, rock solid, and verifiable security wise well, to maybe. make sure that all the votes are going to the proper place. And also, I think the the better way to do it as of right now with what we have available in our technology would be paper ballots, same old school, in person, show the ID, paper ballot, and then have that be that.
17: Okay, I agree. Uh,
0: All right. Well, I'm
16: I'm certainly worried about January 6th coming up. I think Trump won, but I don't think the other half of the republic is going to take it and we're going to end up in a a bad situation, I I believe. So I'm a grandpa, three grandkids and my daughter and husband are living here. You know, we have to have to protect them. You know, I'm worried about, you know, what's going to happen. I'm elderly. I had triple bypass already, so I'm not going to fight somebody off. So and then in Jersey, where I'm from, it's very hard to get a permit for a
0: gun. So we can't get guns. I'm going to
16: have to stand there with a pitchfork or something at the door.
0: I think things won't really get bad in the streets, in my humble opinion. Um, But we'll see what happens. You know, what what else happens? We'll see what happens.
16: Well, keep up the good work. You're awesome. I watch you all the time. I think I'm subscribed to you. They don't take me off. But uh, I know they're sucking the data out every day. Of what I watch and everything, because um, I I spend eight or nine hours a day on the YouTube and the, the internet exploring all this stuff and researching it. Uh, I got a name for the cornholio virus. is cornholio. <laughs> but we're getting cornholk, all
0: right uh, for sure. Yeah. So I hope that didn't break the the No, no, nah, nah, you cool. you're you good to go, man. I thank you for your call. I definitely appreciate you. All right, keep up the good work. God bless you. All right, thank you. All righty, let's get to some more here. All righty, Romer, what's happening?
18: Hey, ABL, thanks for taking my call. Uh, just uh, wanted to uh, call you. And uh, well, first off, I want to say uh, Merry Belated Christmas.
0: Uh, thank you. Appreciate it. Same to you. Yep,
18: absolutely. Thank you. And uh, first thing I, first thing that I wanted to talk about, just like anybody else, is um, the, the bombing that took place in Nashville with the RV. I can't. I can't help but wonder, but think like, you know, whether this was all planned because, you know, because I actually saw someone in the comments saying that this this might have been like purposely planned just so that people wouldn't be able to bring their trailers down to D.C. when the protest takes place on January 6th.
0: Uh, I mean, how would that work as far as the Nashville bombing? Like, how would that disrupt it? Well... Well,
18: I think, like, you know, people, they're just going to, like, you know, they're going to start patrolling the cars. They want to make sure there's no bombs. There's just going to be, like, more needless searching to see whether, you know, it's going to be safe to travel and these kind of things Uh, and make sure there's no interference.
0: Okay. I see. I see. Right. Because, like,
18: you know, because, I mean, that's what people have been doing, you know, with 9 11, with the whole, uh, you know, like, there was the whole bombing thing. And now, you know, there's, like, just more checking. Like, it's just, I think it's just creating more paranoia out of nothing. Right. So I just wanted to see like what you th- whether you think that might be a possibility going on.
0: I mean, I guess I guess it could be.
18: It, it really could be. All right. So that was the first thing, and then the second thing was uh, Dominion's meltdown. Like I'm sure you heard about all the lawsuits that they're sending to all the people who are trying to contest the election. Yeah. Yeah, like they're sending it. To, they're going as far as like attacking Sean Hannity and even Rush Limbaugh. I mean, the guy is like terminal. The guy probably doesn't have like like maybe close to a year left in his life and they're trying to sue him i'm like how desperate and heartless do you have to be to attack to try to attack someone who's near their deathbed just because they, they be, just because they're trying to protest something which is
0: actually illegitimate yeah it's pretty desperate but also pretty bold because a lot of people think that these look that the, that the accusations are pretty legitimate. It's like, okay, what's going on with this? Is there anything actually happening? And for them to try and come back and sue like they're the victim, it you know, the PR from this is just pretty crazy. The, the optics are crazy behind this,
18: right? Exactly. And that's the thing. Like, I, I've seen internet lawyers talking about this. Like, the first thing that comes to mind is this is going to get dismissed instantaneously because there is already video footage, you have video footage of them scanning the same same uh, ballots over and over again, and you even have like, you know, selfies of of the people checking the ballots, you know, just abusing their power. I'm like, how do you expect to do a, count, a counter, how do you expect to have a lawsuit when the evidence is already there showing right. the proof? It's, it's just insane. It's like these people aren't even trying to hide their abuse of power anymore.
0: Right, exactly.
18: And then third thing, uh, speaking of, like, you know, Dominion, I mean, I apologize since, you know, Dominion is headquartered in Canada. So, I mean, like, to all us, from all us <laughs> normal Canadians, we apologize out there. We we really had nothing to do with it. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of, um, I wanted to actually, like, run, by, run something by you. So far, it's unconfirmed, but I've been hearing reports that they're trying to, uh, like, bring in, like, some kind of... Uh, another a third lockdown they're saying that there's a potential third lockdown that could happen later on this year like they've they, I mean they just announced it in Israel But there could be another one going on in Canada in Great Britain and basically all e- EU countries and then of course eventually the US I don't know if you've heard any rumors of that
0: I've not heard about that, but I mean it makes sense. It doesn't really surprise me at all Right.
18: This was actually um, this was actually leaked um from from someone who works in the liberal uh, in the liberal uh, Party of Canada like they actually leaked out that 30% of people have been actually uh, protesting against this whole um, this this whole third lockdown and eventually trying to introduce a universal income where if people um, people don't need to pay taxes but then they end up giving up everything which is you know part of the whole the whole great reset with of what everybody's talking about yeah the whole
0: you'll own nothing and love it that whole thing
18: yeah you own it you own nothing you have nothing you basically are nothing
0: right exactly
18: right so i mean like this is just uh something like that's what i wanted to ask you like um I don't know whether it's possible to like email you like I have pictures of it just something that just something for you to consider like you know like reading about and like just wanted to see what your two cents would be about it if it's possible
0: yeah definitely Uh, my email is on my website but it's contact at anthonyblogan.com but that's always on the website on the contact page right
18: just want to see whether
0: any of that has changed all right well yeah man I look forward to your email All right. Yes, it's it's four pages
18: long, very quick read, but um, just something uh, just something to to read by. I mean, like, you know, definitely take it with a grain of salt. And but I mean, it's still uh, very realistic of it happening because they have predicted so far what they've been doing with the second lockdowns near Christmas. And so far that's happening. And um, all I can say is hopefully something happens before January 6th.
0: Right. I got you. All
18: right, so that's all I pretty want. That's all I wanted to run you one. That's all I pretty. That's all I wanted to just run you back down by. So uh, other than that, uh, thanks for having me on and uh,
0: take care. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right, have fun. Alrighty, shout out to the caller, and shout out to my man Ansel for the super chat. I'm gonna read that right quick because this I like this one. Uh, Ansel says a customer stopped by my shop and noticed my ABL mug. He asked me, is that an Anthony Brian Logan cup? I, I love it, man. <laughs> I love it. Shout, shout out to you, Ansel. Thank you for, first of all, purchasing the cup. And shout out to your, your customer that came by and knew what was going on. Y'all probably connected right there. I don't know if you knew who that person was or knew anything about him. But right away, you got the, the conservative thing connecting. So shout out to your customer that came through with the, the ABL cup. All righty. Let's get to some more here. Uh, 434-658-1220 is the number to call. And if you are not subscribed to the channel, if you're just a first-time viewer, you're a regular viewer, or you were unsubscribed from the channel for some reason, go ahead and click subscribe right now and click the bell as well so you can notified whenever I go live and or post a new video. This particular show will be available on your favorite audio streaming platform as well, whether that be Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, etc. A link for that will be in the description box below. I put that out on Monday morning. All right, let's get some more calls here. And... 309 you're allowed my speaker to. Hey, Mr. Logan. Yes, sir. How you doing, sir? Thanks for taking my call. All right, things good, man. How about yourself?
15: Great, great. Thank you. Hey, uh, so I wanted to just uh, touch base with you on a couple of things. I've been listening to you for a while. Um, I think it's great. Wanna say thank you for putting information out there, letting people see and hear what's happening and i think a lot of people are starting to understand what's going on in this country and and the rest of the world and i think it's great that a a lot of people are starting to pay attention to politics um one thing that worries me that that's very concerning is that you know people are starting to understand or or get a little fearful of this new reset or this great reset but i don't think people really understand that we're pretty much there i mean Basically, where we're at right now is, um, you know, if Biden takes office and brings in uh, Amazon and Google and all these major uh, Internet people. And I don't know if you've heard that uh, Amazon is trying to get into banking. Mm. I mean, they're basically going to take control of everything. I mean, uh, you know, it's great. They don't want people to, uh, you know, uh, out in public, all this COVID shit, oh, excuse me, sir. I'm so sorry, oh, sorry. Uh, my apologies, sir. Um, you know, it's a great way to keep people fearful, locked up at home. Uh, you know, these, uh, Amazon and, uh, these places have had record sales, uh, you know, over this last year, small businesses dying out and, uh, and then, uh, Biden brings them all into his cabinet. Well, now they have total control over uh, over uh, groceries, over uh, purchasing products. They get into banking now they've got you completely uh, controlled over the bank uh, or, or your financial situation. And uh, I think that America right now is basically one of the last countries on earth that uh, the citizens, we supposedly have a a freedom, and that the uh, government is supposed to work for us, but we're also misled constantly. You know, we're left, uh, left bickering with each other. Uh, you know, we're fighting with each other over white and black and gay and pink and purple. And uh, a few weeks back, you had a gentleman that called, and he was a very articulate gentleman that was talking about the establishment. and I And I don't think most people understand that really the establishment's what's In control, and the fact that most of the DNC uh, is definitely tied into, or you know, I think if you follow the money, you would see that we're tied into communist China and trying to appease them, and uh, all the money that uh, they're pumping into our government is uh, really what's dictating what's happening. And we are losing our freedoms. We're losing our rights. We're losing our. Uh, we can't say certain things uh, without it uh, being uh, uh, looked down upon. Uh, you have all this council culture that if you don't think the right way or speak the right way, and you know, it's it's uh, it's unfortunate that right now it's uh, it's it's coming to a head. You know, and it's been going on for years and years, but people are just barely starting to wake up. And I think what. Americans really need to realize is rather than fighting amongst each other, uh, you know, if you watched any of the debates, the things that were, uh, you know, when they would press Trump on uh, white supremacy, which had nothing to do with what we watched all year with the rioting and the AB, uh, I'm sorry, uh, BLM and Antifa. I mean, those were the real issues and, you know, us as citizens were, constantly we constantly have things thrown in our face to keep us distracted and so we're constantly squabbling with each other and we're not really paying attention to the fact that we as the people united are a strong country but we keep uh you're right people are just going to sit at home watch tv and uh, turn the other cheek and you know 10 years from now we're going to say oh well you know that's just another ride or you know, another right by the wayside and, and so forth. Um, I apologize. I'm trying to throw a lot in at once. But uh, hopefully I, uh, you understand that you're just what I'm trying to say.
0: No, nah, I got you, man. I nah, thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Thank you, sir. All righty. Got some more on the line. Let's go. Hold on. Let's do 786 seven on the line. Who am I speaking to?
19: Hello. This is Kendrick Silverman. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself,
19: I'm doing fine.
0: Hey man, what is it with Democrats pandering, man? <laughs> that's that's what the they do. That, that's that's their whole thing. They don't they don't actually deliver on <coughs> any kind of policy that's going to help certain groups of people. So all they do is just pander to them with these little, you know, PR stunts to make you feel like they're doing something, but they're doing nothing.
19: Hey, well, first Hillary, then we got Joe, then we had Pelosi, now Kamala. Which is worse because, you know, Jesus Christ, man, some people actually buy, buy into it. And, well, it just shows how doomed we are. But, uh, you know, the second thing I want to thank is to thank the chat because uh, I didn't notice that I needed to change my smoke detector batteries last time I
0: talked. <laughs> yeah, they, they, tell they'll, you they'll tell you. They'll definitely tell you what's going on.
19: I actually thought that was a normal thing, man. Living it with seven years, I thought that was a normal thing. No. I didn't know it was, and uh, you didn't even tell me nothing either, man. You just put I'm, hashtag I'm, not my smoke
0: detector. <laughs> I, I'm, I, you know, I ain't want to say nothing on there. I was trying to be cool, but I, you know, was I, I, I was hoping you saw that. So then you would go ahead and just, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's all
19: good, man. You you let me know and later on, and uh, when you
0: read the, the chat. Yeah, I, anyway, I still I still hear so it. Did you change it? it? As I still hear it, did you change it?
19: Uh no, I took it out, man. I'm broke. <laughs> I'm waiting for that symbol set.
0: There, there you go, I'm with you.
19: Um, quick question. Um, honestly, New Year is around the corner and you know who knows what New Year's gonna bring us. Maybe it might be good, maybe it might be worse. Who knows? But um, you know, what is you know, what is your um way of spreading the mes- message because I was told that they're gonna censor conservatives more and more. This year, due to Section 230, and it seems like, you know, we're repeating the same thing we did, like, these last four years. Uh, We talk, but we get censored, and as the conservative twins once said, you know, you do the same thing, and you get the same results, but you're expecting something different. sounds like insanity, and with all due respect, you know, it, it, it makes me feel insane because I feel like I'm not doing much, and I know some people out there are, you know, doing protests, doing rallies, but I feel like, you know we're getting so, so easily pushed to the point that, you know, we're like carpets, man. We can be like walked over. And yet, you know, people tend to look at it as the new norm. So what are, you know, what are your suggestions we should do this new year? Like what different ways we're supposed to, you know, get our message out there? I know you explained earlier, you know, like throw a seed, just ask questions and let people figure it out for themselves. But, you know, do you have any other suggestions?
0: Um, I think what we have done has been working pretty well because we've been, you know, attacking the culture, getting into, you know, cultural things, uh, becoming more relevant Mm -hmm. culturally, because once you look at the voting, uh, aside from all the BS, Trump gained like 10 million votes, over 10 million votes. So obviously what we were doing wasn't like bad. It was the right thing to do. So I think you have more people that are conservative and just keep doing that. Keep keep spreading the message. Keep doing more of the same. You're going to get more and more and more people. You know, just, you know, like you said, like I was saying earlier, drop little seeds here and there. If open-minded people want to come to you and they want to have a conversation, you can talk to them. And they're ready to hear you. You know, if they're not ready to hear you, they're not trying to hear anything conservative. Don't press the issue. But if they are open, talk to them. Have a conversation. That's probably the best way to go about it. And then those of us that have a big platform, we'll continue to use it to spread the message and you know my thing is always to gain more people new people people from the left right everywhere gain them to hear what i gotta say and hopefully that can continue to push the movement forward just like people that have radio shows people like rush limbaugh rush has been around for a very long time i found him well into his career so you gotta keep going and don't get discouraged at all keep going and keep you know bringing a positive message
19: yeah, cause you know I I see results, but honestly, I feel like maybe if we did something different, we would have been way way closer to our goal. You know, cause um I see liberals and you know Democrats, they're actually doing things that I don't even expect, and yet you know they're they're also like you know catching up with us, and I feel like maybe we tried our strategies, but then again, I don't want to seem like you know that type of person that will go up burning like places or doing what liberals do. I just feel like, you know, maybe if there was something, you know, a, a independent variable we changed among, you know, how we use our strategy, maybe we can actually, you know, first of all, deal with the uh, um, people who aren't aware and then next, you know, try to tell people, look, this is the truth, even though um, I know many people say it's a lie, but, you know, let people come up with their own conclusions.
0: That's right, man. Well, I thank you for your call. I definitely appreciate you.
19: Thanks, you, man. I'm about to blame the white man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you, man. Appreciate All right,
19: it. See you, man. Peace.
0: All right. Good call. Good call. You got some more on the line. Let's go. All right. Call you online. it to 217.
17: Oh, hey, Anthony. I wouldn't expect to get a call from you, but my name is not important. Um, I was curious about the stream right now. Um, how do you think conservatives need to group up with one another and actually form a community and actually um, talk to one another like the left actually does?
0: That's kind of a broad question. I'm not I'm not sure what you mean because we kind of do that. But and then how how do the left have communities? Like, be more specific. Um,
17: yeah, they have more communities within like uh, BLM, Antifa. Um, colleges, uh, all sorts of sort of liberal academia sort of
0: groups. Okay, I see what you mean. So they're able to group together and and they're able to kind of like take control of these places. Like they're able to take control of college campuses. They're able to take control of, you know, X, Y, and Z. I see what you mean. Um, I think we have like a lot of the blue collar type environments. You know, any any kind of thing working with your hands, you're not going to find a bunch of liberals there anything that makes the country actually operate and take and go, mostly us there, I think what we can do is be more vocal and not be afraid to be vocal because a lot of times we're surrounded by those that are like-minded, but we don't even know it because everybody's so afraid to say anything. Also, in a community in which you live, where you actually physically live, your house, you know, speak to your neighbors. You know, you might see them around, you might wave to them, but stop and talk to them for a minute. If you're living in an area that's kind of conservative and you got neighbors and y'all don't really talk, to just talk to him one day and you have, you know, might have more coming with each other than you think. Oh yeah.
17: Trust me. I, I do on that. Um, I actually live in Alexandria, Virginia, so probably the bluest part of the whole state. Yeah. And, uh, I do wear my log hat. I do walk around. Uh, of course I get the hisses and booze and sorts of interactions. Wow. I still try to, um, interact with these type of people and say, Hey, Why do you think like this? And I try to spread those little seeds like you're advertising right now on the stream. Um, It does seem to work. It's just kind of um, how many grains of dust does it make to make a pile and so forth. It's just gradual building and you need to spread those seeds out and let them grow. It's a gradual process. It's not going to be an overnight thing. I can see how this can actually go, but I want to make sure that the MAGA community or whatever sort of um, populist movement that the MAGA group is that can actually gradually build up and keep going with it. They don't want to give up on it. You shouldn't give up like how uh, Donald Trump's book uh, was reading before. Sorry to ramble.
0: Nah, but see, the thing about it is something else. You live in Alexandria, you live in Northern Virginia. A lot of the reason why that part of the state is very blue is because of travel people that are not from there, that are not born and raised there, from all over the country, all over the world, come there that are very liberal. So if we can do the same thing, we might need to do it. Rather than just standing in a place where you're being outnumbered every day by the left, because they keep moving in, you you can't keep up with them, you know, go to places more conservative. And, you know, find a community. Yeah, because that's what's happening right now. It's like a big shift all over the country. And what we got to do is prevent the left from outnumbering us, in our places because they're coming down to the south and they're trying to it's like, it's like the California virus spreading they're leaving California and they're coming to Arizona, Colorado, New Mexico, etc. and they're taking their ideology with them and we got to make sure that we have uh, a big stronghold of actual people in more conservative places.
17: All right. And uh just to make this last question because I think this is kind of important. Um Do you think we should actually, instead of be chasing after the left over their ideas of like abortion rights and Medicare for all, should we not introduce our own um, rights, like gun rights for all or whatever else it is? Um, I'm a fairly um, right-leaning individual. Um, I would like to consider some more ideas that we could actually throw out there so we're not constantly chasing after the left we want the left to chase after us for, for a, a little bit.
0: Well, you know, but you already have a thing called second amendment. So I feel like what, what we can do is just oh, yeah, strengthen. But we,
17: man, we mandate it. So everyone has that right. As long as they don't have a felony, you would have to legally have a gun like how you. Have oh, a gun. okay. So you, you like you that must have. A, sure. Okay.
0: Yeah. I see. I see what you're saying. So not just you can have it. Now you got to have it. Oh, okay. Oh, well, I'm not really sure how you're going to do that, but I think that, In certain parts of the country, you can do that. I think there's this town in Georgia where that's the law, where you must have a gun in a certain town. So I think you could do that, if not on a national level, you could do it on a local level for sure. Some of the smaller towns, I think you could do that. I think there's a city where I live, it's it's called a Second Amendment Sanctuary. So you do have that Mm -hmm. locally in certain places, and it could be kind of a big movement that could get a lot of steam nationwide. So that's possible.
17: Yeah, kind of a fight fire with fire sort of idea, but peacefully, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But uh, thanks, Anthony. Uh, Definitely uh, answered a lot of my questions. So thank you.
0: Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate it. Yep. All right. Great call. Let's get to the next one here. 301, you're in the line. Who am I speaking to? Hello. uh, This is uh, ABL. Yes, it is.
6: Oh, okay. So yeah, the uh, name is Ben. So wow. Well, I'm still listening on the stream. and still talking to somebody. Yeah, man, I just had a, a, a just an observation. The guy called in and he spoke I think a couple of calls before and it seemed like the freedom of America is up, is up for sale. And America is the freedom uh, aspect is being sold. It's being bought. And I and, and the, and my question, I go to the, the first amendment because the, the press and the media it's in the press. They're right in the First Amendment. And it says, where it says Congress shall make no law, whatever they can do. So it seems to me, and I might get some more feedback from other people, that the press feels that it has the ability, the press, the media feels like it has the ability to lie. Because there's no laws, there's no laws saying that they can't do it or not. And we see tremendous examples of the press lying and obfuscating the whole thing with the op covering up for Biden. So but my question to the media is, what what what, what, what are you gonna get in the end for selling out the uh, because if you destroy the constitution of America, the constitution of the United States, the media, you are the first there. They're the first there in the First Amendment. So you're actually going to destroy yourself in the process. So I mean, so what type of secret deals the media make and what do they think they, they're gonna get in the end? If they if they if they pull this thing off the way they think they, they're going to pull it off the media the the whole CNN all these guys the whole media edifice, I could see them being all of them lined up against a wall, and and a, a, a platoon or battalion of soldiers, standing them down with 50 caliber weapons and wiping them all down, man. Because in the end, the media you are supposed to be like. You are supposed to be the guardian of America, the guardian of, of exposing all things. But you're jumping on one side and you're staying on that side. So it seemed like to me you, 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 you they they just sold their souls, man. And it's a tragic tragedy to to me what they are doing. And, uh, I man, that's all I got to say. And you know, I learned a lot from the callers and I learned a lot, I learned a lot from you. And so I just say just ha- have a good night, my, my man.
0: Well, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Okay, you got it. Great call, very good call. Absolutely. All righty. All right, Nippin, what's going on? Nippin, you hear me? Well. What was happening?
20: Not much. For a second I thought we weren't connected. We're, which is why I was uh, which
0: I was which is why I was still on mute. We're live on the air, man. What's happening? Um, I am fuming.
20: (laughs) I am absolutely fuming. about about what? House arrest, lockdown, again.
0: So are you guys totally locked down over there in UK?
20: Um, uh, the East Coast in London,
0: yes. Wow,
20: wow. It's those rural, a lot of the rural places and the, and the plains and the farmlands are still in tier two. Okay. But yeah, we are completely in lockdown now. And we, and my favorite team, my favorite football team. Yeah, we call it football here. (laughs) You call it soccer there. And, yeah, that just ruined my day as well. We lost. So, so yeah, two, two L's in a row. First, our prime minister decided to take away Christmas. And now we've been handed a loss in a football match.
0: Terrible. Terrible, terrible. So what can you guys do? Like, can you leave it all? Like, what is your limitations over there in U.K. right now?
20: Um... Well, takeouts are still... Well, restaurants are still open for takeouts. Um, um, grocery stores are still open. But gyms and entertainment venues like... Um, oh, God. Discos, clubs, nightclubs, and bowling
0: alleys all shut. Right. That's crazy. Absolutely crazy. So wasn't it like a vaccine that they had? And then I guess there was a new strain that came about. And then that's why it shut down again?
20: Yeah, the new strain's the reason why they shut down. But thankfully, the vaccine... Well, I'm not taking the vaccine. Let's not get it twisted. I'm <laughs> not taking the vaccine. But the vaccine is strong enough to counter the the new strain as well
0: okay all right allegedly we'll see
20: well yeah that we'll see about that but i'm being forced to trust the process right because because um the process is being forced upon me
0: it right exactly exactly
20: so, yeah, someone just said in the comments whether I support Manchester United. No, I support
0: Chelsea. Right.
20: Okay, well, someone just said that in the comments. Okay, I got you. No problem. Okay, so, so I was just telling them that no. Got gotcha. you. Okay, yeah, so... That... So that really sucks. <laughs> um... And now... Um, from the past life. Uh, So, yeah. um, So, yeah. A black church was under debate from Kelly Loeffler. What, what of it?
0: Um, it's kind of a long story. You got to watch the video.
20: Oh, and then there's this judge that decides to remove all the pictures of white judges. Um, yeah. And, and apparently it's not Racist.
0: Yeah, apparently it's just fine. I guess removing white judges is fine. So I guess if that's not racist, then removing black judges would be just fine and it wouldn't be racist either. So we'll we'll see how well that goes over.
20: Yeah, man. And so, yeah, there's a lot. So, yeah, the the rules are being reviewed on the 30th of December. And I'm going to be real. I don't think much is going to change.
0: Was that in, in UK?
20: Yeah, the (laughs) earliest I see some changes happening, lightening off the restrictions and stuff, is in January, like the second review. Like, not the next review, the review after. And then uh, I think it's end of January or middle of February that the... The tier system itself will be reviewed whether it should stay in place or not. Now, so how, that will be.
0: Now, how, how is it? Economy doing over there? Is the economy suffering as a result of the shutdowns?
20: hmm Yep. Uh,
0: yes. Yeah,
20: but, but but our, well, we call it the chancellor here. You guys would call him the treasury secretary. But we
0: extended the furlough scheme until April wow 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 and that, that's that been going on since what probably march right yep wow so like over a year this whole thing has been going on how long can it how long can it continue i mean the debt's got to be kind of out of control right now i would it, suppose
20: it can't i i see a riot happening i honestly see people saying you know what enough is enough we're gonna riot
0: right yeah
20: but yeah i see well i hope it's a peaceful protest And it doesn't get down to a right because we're not communists. Let's be real here. We're not going to dumb ourselves down to their level.
0: That's right, man. That's right. Well, I thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. It was nice catching up with you, ABL. Oh, definitely, man. All the time. I shall speak to you on Thursday. Thursday, your time, Wednesday, my time. I got you, boss. I'll speak to you then. All right now. Peace. Peace. All right, shots one man nipping for the call, coming all the way from the UK, on a lockdown yet again because another another strain of the virus. We use that, we use them air quotes. Nine zero nine, you're in the line I'm speaking to. Nine zero nine, hello, is Steven. All righty, what's going on? Hey, AVL. What's happening?
11: Hey, um, my question is, at what point? What's our threshold um, that you think we should uh, change things? What does that mean? Well, how much should we put up with <laughs> before uh, you know we realize that that things have 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 pushed against us where we should push back?
0: Well, well before you say anything, this you got you to gotta understand this whole thing we're being recorded obviously people are listening so you got to be careful. But I don't think that it's going to be any kind of violence or anything like that. I think that we just got to go about it the the right way. See what see what we did, I think on the right we got kind of comfortable and we're letting these people that don't have our best interests at heart kind of control things for us. We got to take control back. Now, I don't think violence is the answer obviously. I think we can't take we can we can take control back, but by trying to do the whole Antifa BLM thing, all, all they really get from that is they, they fundraise from that. That's how they make money. That's how BLM raises money. That's how they raise like ten point <laughs> six billion dollars. Now when they when they mm. actually get things done, when they actually get policies in place, is because they have people in place to get certain things done. You got people manipulating the votes allegedly. That's not because of any kind of violence, because you got guys in there that are doing it. You got think people that are cultivated over a long period of time that are in place to do it. Now, you want to engage in the violence and all of that. I mean, what is that really going to solve? We got to get down to the. No, I I, I, I'm not saying I'm not not, not saying you're saying that, but I'm saying people may take it like that. You understand? People might take it like that. I'm saying we got to have people in there that are going to do the right things for us rather than those that aren't. And that's not just about, you know, the president, vice president, Congress, talking about people that are in every position that has any kind of influence over our country. That's my opinion.
11: So, um, so, okay. My next question then, do you think that if Biden is inaugurated, that it's too late for, uh, for Americans, patriots, uh, you know, United States loving people to fight back?
0: Nah, because I mean, it all depends on what you mean fight back, because understand this. Even if you have Biden, it's not gonna be the end. People they look at Biden being in there as the as the end and they it's like it's like a demoralizing thing. But when Trump won, legitimately obviously 2016, the left didn't stop fighting. They kept on and on and on and on. It was never just oh, we're just gonna accept this and just have that be that and get demoralized. It was a it was a relentless thing. It was all hands on deck. You know, so we can't just have this happen if it does happen and just give up it's got to be a constant and relentless thing just like they did but not to the point of trying to go into the street and hurt people
11: right right yeah and they've been doing this for many 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 years and decades actually
0: correct so correct
11: okay so um okay so I, okay, I I just, I just think that, I I just think, you know, because we even heard the president talking about this is a very large turning point in our country. So if that is the case, I mean, how long do we wait, you know, do we just let it go or do we,
0: well, I just say, don't let it go. I just, I just say, I just say, don't let it go. I just say you can't just look at this and get demoralized because some people, they're going to see this if it happens where Biden is inaugurated and just be like, OK, it's over and give up and just and just fall down, lay over. But when Trump mm-hmm. actually won in 2016, the left didn't do that. It didn't just say, oh, you won. It's over with. They kept on and on and on. Russia and Ukraine and Stormy Daniels, it was a constant, it was never-ending. It's still going on right now today. And they want to do things after the fact and try and punish the man. So it's a never-ending thing. Mm -hmm. So we can't just see this and be like, okay, it's over and fall back. We got to keep on and on just like they did. Find any kind of legal recourse, any kind of lawsuit, any kind of action, any kind of voting, anything that we can do within the realm of legality, of course, because that's what I preach on this channel is legality. Anything within that to obstruct To get away from it, to turn the tide back around. That's how I would do it. That's just me, though.
11: Right. All right, ABL. Uh, Love you, man. Um, Love your voice. And uh, I'm going to keep listening. So you keep pressing on, brother.
0: Well, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right. All righty. Great calls tonight. I appreciate you guys. Let's go to 615 (coughs) you're on the line. Who am I speaking to?
21: It's uh, Eric from Hendersonville, Tennessee. How you doing, man?
0: Everything's going pretty good, man. about yourself?
21: Pretty good, man. I want to talk to you about a couple things. Uh, Number one, man, shout out to the chat. The chat is relentless, man. They will just, (laughs) they're tearing (laughs) people up, man, every single time. And they're going to get me again. I'm the one that called in last week. Uh, I got the COVID, man. And, uh, I always say man all the time, so my bad about that, but, uh, I'm getting better. Just to update on that, I'm getting better, man. Bronchitis is worse than this, so, I mean, this ain't nothing but a thing, but I can't really go outside. I'm pretty much on house arrest. Uh, can't go to the store, can't do nothing. Nobody wants my COVID, uh, money. Nobody wants my COVID presents for Christmas, so Christmas got canceled here, and me and my wife just chilling, just chilling at the house, you know, by ourselves, so it's all good, but, uh... Uh, I want to say shout out to you second for just straight up throwing Mayor Cooper under the bus earlier, dude. You straight up got him. Everything you said earlier was straight up the truth. He did all that. He got busted. That he tried to say that somebody hacked into his email. And put, <laughs> <laughs> come on, they hacked into it. For real.
13: Many hacked in my email.
21: Man, nobody do that. So anyway, and second, let me, let me put you all up on game. I've been, I've been born and raised in Nashville, Tennessee when I was a kid, right? So when you go downtown to 2nd Avenue, as far as this bomb goes, man, there's always like motorcycle cops or any kind of police officers walking around constantly. Now, I don't know about I don't know Christmas Eve or Christmas Day type stuff, you know, but I'm just telling y'all now, ain't nobody riding down there in no the RV at 1.30 in the morning and nobody going to ask you to move that thing. I ain't going to tell you what I drive, but what I drive is really, really big, and every single time I pull up, if you ain't pulling up for them to come out there and park your car for you, they will pull out there and go, hey, man, let's get this thing moving, get this thing moving. They will get you out of the way. That is a busy street constantly, and there ain't no way that that, that RV is just going to sit there from 1.30 in the morning till 6.30,
0: getting ready to blow up. Come on, man. You know what? You got a good point. I ain't think about that. You downtown Nashville, one thirty in the morning, just sitting there hanging out. I mean, somebody going to see that and be like, hey, "You can't, you can't be right here." Yeah, that, that's a, that's a really good point.
21: Yeah, they're waiting on cousin Eddie to come out with the dog. You know, <laughs> come on, man, the cousin the cousin Eddie. So it's crazy, man. I get it. I t- I'm sitting there watching this video, and then when the little thing goes off and the lady's voice starts saying. This this bomb's about to self-destruct. Boom, boom. Come on, man. Man, get out of here. It's crazy. And the, uh, so I see what everybody's saying, how the left would have just blown up everybody. If it was Taliban or something, they would have just blown up people. They ain't trying to throw out no warning. They're trying to drive over people whatever. But with conservatives, we'd be like, oh, man, let's get everybody out of here. We just want to blow the place up for a little bit. I ain't even going to lie. Because Cooper's so garbage. Everybody knows he's dumpster juice, by the way. Everybody knows it. I don't even know how he's even in there. He's a disgrace around here. But anyway, uh, my, my first thought, I ain't even going to lie, is, hey, man, he's done destroyed all these. All, and I got people that are friends of mine that sing down there. That's their job to perform for people. And, dude, the only thing you can do nowadays is walk up to the door And they say, yeah, what drink do you want? And you can buy a drink and stand outside and drink it, and that's it. You can't even go inside anymore. Yeah. So that's how – when he shut everything down, that's all you could do. I don't know if you've ever been to Memphis. You ever been to Memphis before? No. Oh, well, Bill Street's like that. But anyway, you just buy a drink, and then you got to stand outside on the sidewalk. And that's why the sidewalk – yeah, you go down there now, man, it, it looks straight jacked up, man. The city is gone. So it just looks, it's slummed out. You know, it looks like you're in L.A. somewhere all slummed out, leftist, you know. It is a, a Democrat-ran city, obviously. So they're running it in the ground. And the first thing I thought of was, man, all these people that lost their businesses, they can't even pay the bills, can't even get nobody inside. You told everybody how they lost the food over the summertime, you know. Yep. And, psh, hey, le- hey, you know, hey, hey, y'all, let's band together. Boom, 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 and there it is. <laughs> Give me my insurance check. That's the only thing I could think of. But, I mean, the normal well, you know, normal people like me and you ain't going to think like that, but, man, this stuff, this COVID crap is driving people crazy. You don't know what they're going to get into, what's going to be next. And now I heard from one of my friends that the Dominion server dudes was down there trying to count the uh, votes and whatnot. I don't even know why they're trying to do that here anyway because Trump won Tennessee – so I don't even know why they would even be counting. You know what I'm saying? Why, I don't know. But that would be crazy if Dominion had something to do with, like the servers got blown up, you know? I mean, they set them on fire everywhere else, so who knows?
0: Right, exactly.
21: So, yeah, man. But shout out to you. Shout out to the chat. I hope they don't tear me up too bad. <laughs> and uh, I hope you had a Merry Christmas, man. We did anyway. We ain't trying to let COVID get us down, man. And ain't no, you know, uh, what I'm trying to say, it's a... Uh, What It's morphing into something else over in the UK? What'd that dude just say? Yeah, different strain.
5: (laughs) Yeah, I strain
21: every time, too. Yeah, different strain. Okay. Okay. And then they say, oh, but they said that the vaccine, the the vaccine they just came out with a little bit ago is going to cover the brand new strain that just started last week, though, right?
0: Right, that's what they say.
21: It's like, okay, Mm. (laughs) like, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Yeah, just, just making sure. Yeah, why does all this Bell palsy is coming and happening? Man, there's videos on top of videos, man. And they're talking about they already vaccinated over 600,000 people. Psh, nope, not going to happen, man. Hopefully we can, we can cut that, man. It's crazy. But anyway, appreciate you taking my call, man. Love you. You're great, man. I appreciate you doing this. Everybody loves you, dude.
0: You do a great job. All right. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Uh, thank you. Bye. All right. A great call. Excellent call. All righty here. Wow. The, the phone lines have been blowing up. We'll try to get to a few more. Let's go. Nine five six on the line, who am I speaking to?
5: Oh hey, uh ABO, my name's Jeff. Um I I gotta say that guy that called a little while ago, he was asking what we could do, you know, as far as his patriots and whatnot. And you're like, no, no, no violence. And I get you. there is one thing that I noticed that has worked in the past, and that is call flooding all of our congressmen and senators Saying This is unacceptable the way our uh, election outcome was, and how it's not being investigated. That is one thing I've seen in the past that has been very successful. And there's one other thing, too. That lady earlier, when she mentioned the hypotheses and, you know, look, faith is based on ideals, but the hypothesis is is formed by a, a scientist and then they prove the hypothesis that is science not global warning which is all based on computer models there's no proof there so just to throw those two things out there right thanks a lot have a good night buddy all
0: right thank you for the call yes sir all righty let's get to some more all right calling on live speaker 2757
1: yeah mr logan chesapeake bob
0: here how you doing i'm doing pretty good man can't complain about yourself
1: By the way, I'd like to wish you a Merry Christmas. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. I just wanted to talk about the two bills that uh, most people don't think about. And Trump vetoed or is going to veto the bills, one of which is the defense appropriation bill. Right? Mm -hmm. And that one has all these billions of dollars going to pakistan and burma and all these other countries and we should not be doing that the other one was the coronavirus bill did y'all know that there were two bills
0: what two bills no
1: yeah it, they they joined them in the senate oh well yeah one
0: that's, that's the regular virus stimulus and then also just a regular government spending Exactly.
1: Yeah. And, and it also includes like keeping the government open until, you know, 31st. But I think Trump should actually approve if the Senate comes back or the House comes back and increases it from $600 to $2,000. I think Trump should approve that bill and still reject the defense spending bill.
0: What What do you think? Well, I think that if you can do that, that'd be a good idea. So, I'm not sure how we can go about uh,
1: doing that.
0: Yeah, that's that's the key. It it's like how how are we going to do it? You know, because it they, because they're kind of joined into one. So it's like if you reject some, then you have to reject all. That's kind of what I'm seeing.
1: Yeah, so I'm not sure, and I got to look into it. But I, you know, we don't need to be sending all these dollars overseas just to get, you know, from $600 to a $2,000 check bill on one bill. And Trump either has to say, yeah, no. Right. But I just wanted to uh, put out to the, to your viewers, which by the way, I love your show, by the way. And I just wanted to let them know that it's actually two bills, not one.
0: Okay. And I appreciate you taking my call. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Bye. Right, bye. All righty. Let's get to some more here. 703, you know, I'm going to speak to you.
10: Hi. Hi, ABL. This is Mixed Girl T L V on YouTube. How's it going? <laughs>
0: Everything is pretty good. About yourself.
10: Um, I'm doing great. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. I made it in. I was <laughs> I was like, this just might not be my night, and I'm a little late to the party. But better late than never. I hope that you had a wonderful holiday, you and your family. Oh, thank you. Awesome, awesome. So I know you're you're wrapping things up. So just uh, real quick, um, I I see in your title that you addressed the stimulus uh, amount and drama and all that fun stuff. So I my thoughts about the the economic stimulus money is that um i find it really interesting how people who absolutely hate 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 president trump you know bash him and all this stuff but then when they got their check early the, earlier this year i never heard of one person sending them back to the irs with a note saying i don't accept checks from a non-existent president <laughs> <laughs> I, I None of them sent their checks back, not that I know of. So they cursed the man that helped bless them, and I think, you know, there's a little something there. And he's actually going to bat for Americans right now, you know, when he when he wanted to try to increase the funds, but people still hate his guts. So I'm like, if you're going to hate him, like, be about it, and don't receive the check that his government has helped bless them with. You know, don't bite You know, this Trump's. I feel like we should count our blessings and be thankful. And if some people could really get past their hate for him, they might see that he's really trying to do what's best for everyone and, you know, don't tear down a man that's trying to help bless you.
0: That's <laughs> right. I'm out, I'm right there with you. It's like, okay, this man's out here going to bat for you. You're saying, okay, Nah, rather than 600, how about 2,000? Let's get it. And then you want to say, oh, orange man bad. But they, they, they're trying to find a way to hate on the man when he's just trying to do the best for the American people. And uh, if, if people get the Trump derangement mm-hmm. syndrome so bad, they, they're blocking their own blessings and it's really crazy.
10: You're right. That is, that is so true. I even, I even did a little video on that on my channel. I was just like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Next time, just when these next checks come out, go ahead and just send it back. You know, some of them are still in denial that he's even our president, even though he's been our president for years and all that stuff. So just, if you don't like Trump, just go ahead and send your next check on back. So that's my two cents for tonight. Thank you so much for taking my call.
0: Thank you for the call. I definitely appreciate you.
10: Thank you. Take care. God bless.
0: All right, shout out to mixed girl POV on the YouTubes. Again, mixed girl POV on the YouTubes. Last call. 541, you're on the line who I'm speaking to. Speak at two. Hi, sir. I can't believe I got through with you.
2: Um, awesome. So I just had an idea I wanted to run by you, and uh maybe everybody else can uh help me think through this. But I think that uh running for political office should be done just like jury duty. So you would have a random selection uh from the populace. And, you know, everybody gets letters to go to jury and you either come or you don't, if you can make it or you can't. But then after you've been selected, you should have to pass a civics test or like a, a test of constitutional knowledge. And then of those people who score 90 percent or better on said test, uh, then you would hold a primary for those people. And then after that primary, then you continue on the elections like you normally will. Um, and then you would have, of course, no term limits and uh, no consecutive terms. And that way everyone has a chance to participate and we have no
0: career politicians. So, okay, basically like a like a random selection, you just get placed in there uh, like a one time thing, a one one term. So two years or four years, six years, whatever it is.
2: Yeah, but uh, you would you would be required to pass a a civics exam um, and you would have to get at least a 90 percent. And so that way, you know, and not everybody is going to feel that uh, they are able to uh, fulfill whatever position it is because of either. Uh, prior work engagement or whatever it is, just like when you can deny jury duty, but you have to have somewhat of a legitimate excuse. But at the same time, when you do go to jury duty, or if you are taking part in the government of the people, then you should be compensated for the time that you are missing from your work. Uh, Just like it was a long, long time ago when people that were in government actually had a real job and they did stuff on the side and they were a contributing part of the society and not just some
0: career politician who robbed everybody blind. Okay, now, okay, here's, here's what I'm going to say about that. I agree with some of what you're saying, but not all of it. I think the thing about term limits, I'm with that. Because you got some people in Congress that have been there since Jesus walking planet Earth and think they should go ahead and retire now. People that's about to be a thousand years old, halfway dead, two foot in the grave. Okay, it's time for you to go ahead and just, you know, take a retirement, all right? So, I do agree on term limits, but as far as just like a random selection, and, you know, that's kind of like what China might do where it's like, okay, it's one party, right? <laughs> so what we're going to do, we're going to appoint people that are suitable for our interests and for our needs. We're going to give you a test. If you're able to pass the test, if you're able to pass certain requirements, then you'll be able to be the minister of X, Y, and Z thing. You'll be in there for a period of time and then that'll be your job. You'll be selected to do that. That's like jury duty. And you'll do that for a while. You'll be compensated and go back to normal life. That's kind of what it seems like to me. So I think it should be term limits, but you got to be somebody that's well. selected selected really i think it should be kind of a groundswell of support from the people because a lot of times when people run for office locally it's because the people want them to it's not about just like a random selection from the the government you see what i'm saying yeah i just
2: i don't really see it necessarily working out that way i mean obviously the jury selection pools have been corrupted by attorneys on both sides and judges don't even tell the juries that Their full powers. Like most people don't even understand that when you're in a jury, you're not judging the person, you're actually judging the law. So the jury has the complete right and ability to completely throw out whatever law is being used against whatever person in whatever case. Um, And if people were accurately informed, then we would be able to make our own decisions about things instead of having to just go off of what we heard somebody else say or what we saw in the news or what we got in a text message from somebody. I mean, the the biggest problem in this country is the, the lack of accurate and truthful information. And until we can get past all that, I mean, I don't really see this going any really good way. I get the feeling from listening to shows like this and other things that people are actually very, very hungry for a true leader. And I'm sorry to say this, but I don't think that Trump is that leader that people are looking for um, because he's he's too hindered by all those people that are around him. And he, he may truly be a good guy with good things in his heart, but That's not going to change anything if, you know, he's got both of his shoelaces tied together and his hands behind his back. Uh, So, you know, like and people say they don't think it's going to go to be violence in the streets, but, you know, I've been to countries where there have been civil wars and it's not just like open crazy violence everywhere. There's certain pockets where there's, you know, hot areas, but everybody else just goes about their day. Um, It's not going to be like what people think. It's not like in the movies. This it's basically it's already started, but, you know, I think we will see things progress to a more um, dangerous crescendo here in the very near future. Um, and I just have a problem with people just standing around and like hoping that somebody else is going to pick up the stick and do something. But uh, it just I think people are too timid and they're more ready and willing to whip out their cell phone and record some horrible shit happening. Excuse me. Record some horrible things happening. than actually like stepping in and doing something to help out and change the situation and solve
0: the problem. Well, I see where you're coming from, but uh, I think I I, I agree with you on some of that. But as far as like the selection, the random selection, that's going to be, it it needs to be a thing that, you know, comes from the people. If you can just reform a lot of what's going on as far as all the money that's in it, all the lobbyists, you got to get down to the core of the system. When you try to put the government in control. Wait, hold on. When we try to put the government in control of who's going to be selected and random selection and the test and all of that, it's just going. To, it'd be worse at that point because at that point you have the, the same people, the same government that is the problem, be in charge of the selection and you know all all that whole process to get people in there that's going to be serving. It needs to be more of a thing that comes from the people and have them represent us rather than from a, a place up high to come down and just you know serve us as peons but thank you for the call man definitely appreciate you
2: all right yeah i just feel like um you know the people that really want to be politicians
0: probably shouldn't be well thank you for the call man definitely appreciate you thank you all righty and that will be right for me on the call thank y'all for being here you guys are the best audience anywhere on the internet. If you enjoyed what you heard tonight, give me a thumbs up on the video. Share the video. If you're not subscribed yet, go ahead and subscribe right now. I got super chats on deck, and then I'm going to go ahead and wrap it on up, put the bow on the top. So, what do we got? Uh, Let me see. Shout out to RJ for the donation. Wolfgang says, I mean, I paid all my taxes when I was there. No reason for a letter seven years later, and I saw it a month later when I got back from Germany. Yeah, he was here and got... Uh, he bought a car here in Norfolk. Well, when I was in Norfolk, he bought a car in Norfolk and then they charged him like eight years later for taxes. It was crazy. Uh, Shafford says, ABO, please start touting January 6th and come to DC to protest. We need you. I might be out there. You never know. Uh, Wolfgang says, volume issues is a CCP plot. Whereas Ivan, throw letters <laughs> to Jorgensen. Hilarious. Mandatory Carry says, money to keep fighting. I appreciate you, boss. Uh, C. Bill says the leftists have corrupt science or corrupted science. Wolfgang says as a student of science, I disagree with the caller. Science is knowledge generated by the scientific method, which requires constant checking. This is why when there is a consensus, it is wrong. Correct. He also says knowledge has many philosophical theories. One is true, justified belief. It is true Trump is president, justified to do constitution, belief, no big fraud. Joanne says... Which, uh, watch Ivor Cummins on YouTube, folks. Very incisive and in all this virus and lockdowns. All the best, all the very best from England. Shout out to my UK viewers. I appreciate you guys. Christina Marie, thank you for your donation, who says, even Tosi is drinking the Fool Aid. Hilarious. Uh, thank you to Alicia for a Superman emoji donation. Shout out to Ansel. I'll read that one already. Um... The Nickerman says Biden laptop shows videos of Haley B and Malia O on DuckDuckGo. Uh, Theophrasis 3.0 says Biden got rich of rich on the rise of China. He's corrupt and the media is hiding it. We are putting a criminal into the White House. Regina Ponte says I can't wait for a 116 ABL or one 16. Pardon me ABL. One senator, one rep doesn't accept electors. We get two hours on the House floor to hear real debate if evidence. All right, no matter where I was. Uh, Brian Williams says, Joe Biden got a Winnie the Pooh uh, shaped. I-, I can't I can't read that one, man. Something He has something that's not really very kind. <laughs> that's hilarious, though. Uh, thank you to Ray, who says, Trump and Elon working on anti-mass terminators. Mint's Girl POV says, hi, ABL. I'm trying to call in. Something is going on with the call line this evening. Sometimes it's just ringing and ringing without going to the voice. But I'm, I'm glad you were able to get on. Thank you to Mint's Girl POV. Wolfgang says, I'm a member of the International Pirate Party, so I just work with whoever promotes my interests of liberty and freedom for all. Wolfgang also says, socialism keeps being tried because each generation thinks it knows the true way to make it work. As such, the media and their buddies drinking Kool-Aid. Nature Boy Alfie says, much love, ABL, great show. The caller about the media was spot on. The media is going to eat itself. Uh, anti-globalist says you should start covering information from the donald.win awesome community and good info. Also check out Van der Steele's interview with Patrick Byrne, and he also says look up steele Truth interview with Patrick Byrne. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. Thank you to Bear Bay one who says question for Nipping: What makes you interested in American politics? Honest question. uh WTR fan said, Mister Logan, I saw your gaming rig on Twitter. You got a Steam account? Yeah, I do. What's my Steam account? Um. I forgot what my Steam name is. Hold on, I'll, I'll shout it out right quick. Uh, I think it's, uh, it's it's NoScope underscore one hundred. That's what it is. NoScope underscore one hundred on Steam. All right, let me see. Wolfgang says, "I prefer to I prefer to find where I must stand my ground. That is a, tr- a turning point between turning the cheek and standing up. Stay ground and they stop." He also says, a Christian faith and most religions." do you actually have a scientific basis? and science has a religious basis because truth goes through both. John S. says, what is so difficult up to understand that crap rolls downhill? So justification is ultimately everyone's reward. This has to be stopped. Thank you, ABL. God bless my friend, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you as well. And thank you for your donation. Lewis from Spain says, the reason Democrats want to spend money, send money to other countries is because it's more difficult to control to who and for what is the money if they really send it. Wolfgang says they already... Used to saying he ain't our president, what's another eight years? <laughs> Wolfgang also says, Drive people into a labor corps, no war, just work. And Anita says, ABL, I'm not offended by your earlier comment, it was just an FYI. Okay, I got you. Thank you. I appreciate all you do. I some my fellow patriots, regardless of religion. Thank you very much for that. Uh, and I thank you all for being here. Um, I just want to say that you guys mean a whole lot to me and say, Shout out to the mods, uh, Ansel, Sushi, all you guys. Um, I found out earlier today my dad passed away on Christmas Day. So I was thinking, you know, I don't want to do this show. But this has helped me a lot to be able to deal with what I'm going through right now. So I thank you all for being here, calling in, being great callers, and keeping me company, really. You know, I got my wife here. She's great. She's excellent. And you guys really helped me to be able to deal with what I'm dealing with. So I thank you all for being here. Um, I'm going to still do what I do normally and stay focused on what I got to stay focused on. You may see a different setting for a while, because I got to go back to Virginia for a little bit and take care of a few things. So I just want to thank y'all. I mean, thanking me, that's fine. You guys helping me out right now a lot. So thank y'all. And that's all I got for tonight. So until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out. And peace.